And welcome to episode 100. Woohoo! We made it to triple figures. Celebrate good times. Come on. Lit limping yeah. and scraping, clawing <laughs> yeah. your way over the line. And apparently we can't count because last episode was 98, but we've had more than more than that. So now it's 99. Put yeah, whatever. Anyway, episode 100. I am your host, uh, not as always, but now again, Jody. Um, and with me tonight in the virtual studio is. Um, Three of the most top tier gentlemen they could possibly be. Uh, first on my left is Pele. How you doing, buddy? Fine. Fine. What's at your left? Well, I love the energy, energy in there. I love the energy in there, bud. It's like so Swedish. <laughs> Not saying a word, mate. It just I'm glad to have you here. It's glad glad to have you on the on the show tonight. It's going to be Thank great you fun. Very much. Yeah. I love being here. You know that. I know you do. I know you do. And on the left of my left <laughs> is um, the man with the plan, the one and only. The uh, I don't know if he's the 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 head of the cult of paint, but he's definitely up there at some points, and he definitely keeps us all informed. Uh, is the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Henry Steele? How you doing, buddy? Hello, mate. Very nice to be on again. Hope you're all well. Looking forward to this one. Oh yeah, we're we're all well, aren't we, Freddie? Everyone can die. I know what you mean, but it's just fun to, to poke at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush you. Um, and to my right, atop the throne of beer and pretzels, as as always, although he, he's he's got to stay up there now because climbing up and down apparently wins him so much that he, he can't manage it, um, is the one and only, the Crown Prince, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh my God! Did this Corona break the internet? I think it, yeah. I think he just spiked out his microphone. <laughs> oh screaming God. Corona! Fuck! We hate it. We hate it so much. We, we hate it, precious. It. <laughs> no, well, uh, no, I have Corona. If you good didn't know this, yeah, good for it's me. Healthy. Fucking awesome. Fuck you, Corona. Fuck you, God. Sorry for your believers out there. Uh, fuck oh, everyone. Oh. Fuck you, Pele. And uh, I just want to. At least I could have been sick. Like, and feel, I like ah! this. I like this aggressive energy. <laughs> I want, they could have been sick. <laughs> they just gave me Corona with no symptoms, and like, we only did this so you can be well, happy, sit in quarantine at home, drink beer, and watch everyone else go to the fucking LVO. So I can't even be sick from work. So I still have to fucking work, but from home. <laughs> just, just you have to just, pay just, the taxes you, mean? you have to yeah. work excuse me I'm the iron warrior here I'm the one who's supposed to be that bitter good, good lord reel it back in a bit mate will you no that's corn marrying marrying um, no, no. no fair point we're talking yeah. scouring levels here no, it's it's, it's bullshit it's, I hate it we hate it too Freddy we hate it for you the mm. problem is poor Freddy can't actually get any hobby done either can you mate but but you don't understand what the worst part is. Because <laughs> I'm in quarantine. Not. I can't go to the fucking liquor store either. Oh, because no, in Sweden, the communist country of the fucking first world war, first uh, first first world, we can't order fucking booze to our houses. 
A big fucking surprise to everyone else living in like a normal liberal society. No, we can't. We have to go to the actual liquor store. The and government, get it. the government-run liquor store. Right? Government-run liquor store. <sighs> you think for a government-run project, they'd be looking a way of maximizing sales, let alone, you know, restricting them. So home delivery service. Although to be fair, if it's anything like a, a sort of outsourced service in the UK, they deliver it to the wrong place anyway. It's it's such stark contrast to when I was first in Australia and I discovered the drive-through bottle, so good. bottle shop. Oh, so good! <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! Or like Germany back then when you could get beer at the petrol station. You still can. It's awesome. Like when I went down through Germany like uh, two years ago, it's awesome. Like you stop at a truck stop and all yeah. the like truckers stop staying there. Like, oh, let's skull like fucking three liters of. High strength beer and let's yeah. drive on. <laughs> High strength, good quality beer. Yeah, let's just go. All, God, all... It was good times over there. I think what but Freddie's what trying, trying to say is automatic that... by an answer. It's a fucking. I think Freddie's trying to say is the government doesn't understand the needs of the people, and what we need in this time is drive through. They do and try to prevent us having a good time. Like always. Is, is this the hundredth show? Is this where you announced that the the podcast's going going away from heresy and now becoming a. A political yeah. commentary. Every podcast. <laughs> Hell no! Somebody hit delete right now. We're not doing that. <laughs> I told you, Darvish liberalism is the way to go. <laughs> Good lord! Anyway, right. Let's talk hobby because yes, let's pull it back from the politics because we could be here all day. Also, yeah, than my Corona. So that's good. Uh, just sit there in your Corona cloud, mate, and enjoy the in, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> drink what you can while you've got it. Um, but yeah, hobby hundred. Well, before we get into hobby hundredth episode, I mean, well done us. We survived. Or you did. like you said, Henry, pretty much just dragged our limping. Ah, but you hear that, man? Over like, the line. A lot of a lot of casts have sort of gone by the wayside, and and you know you you had you had a little hiatus for a for a year or so where it was a little sporadic. But you you're here, man. It's awesome. I'm 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 really happy for you. Yeah, it's awesome, and we're gonna we're gonna get into the whole story of how we, you know, go, we're gonna do the old fashioned montage recap in the main segment tonight, where we go back over it. And we've been very fortunate that um, we've had some great questions put to us by our listeners, and we'll go through those. Um, I say great questions. I was gonna say a, questions. A, a mixture. Yeah. <laughs> questions. We're we're good some questions. Good questions. We've had <laughs> questions, maybe, or just statements. <laughs> More questions. No, there are questions. I, I, in there. What questions? questions? <laughs> the ones you wrote, Pelle, but they don't yeah. count. Questions. I provide no. answers, not questions. Thanks no for questions. the road to terror. We have some eclectic questions, that's this for sure. Isn't a democracy? We'll talk about what the fuck we want, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's how that's how this goes. <laughs> that's how it's always gone and how it always will be. Um but uh, yeah, so we've got lots of we've got some questions, some questions to to answer, and we've got some things we're going to talk about. Like we said, how this all got started, what we what we've been through, where we're going to go, plans, all that sort of good jazz. But that's all of the main topic, which you'll hear later on, because uh, hopefully we'll have a few more of the team involved in that as well. Uh, especially because, as you can tell, Chris isn't here, and we miss Chris, so we need Chris back on. So we're going to have that, and Eric, and anyone else we can get involved as well. Um, but yes, hobby, hobby stuff. What's new to the hobby? Should we start there today? What's new? Right, ForgeWorld.com. Oh, now I have to go oh, identify which of these things is a fucking bus. Hang on. <laughs> oh. I hate that. 
I hate that. But Jagatai oh, is out. The Khan has arrived. Mm. The Khan is out for order. What, what a think? model. What do you reckon? What the, the, the final beauty. Primark model. I think worth he's the, an absolute beauty. Worth the wait? Yeah. Mm. I think so. I think, I, think so. He's, I think he's absolutely gorgeous. Does he Does he make it top five, top three well, for you? Why is he? Personally, top five <laughs> easily. Top five, Maybe yeah. even top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will say this. I don't know if it's the modeling or if it's the paint job, but there is something about the face on the Forge World model that just feels a little bit off to me. Oh, really? I'm just, I, I'm I don't know what it is. Now. It's a good paint job. Oh, it's a great paint job. Mm. It's just the, 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 I don't know, there's something, maybe it's just the angle I'm looking at it and I haven't seen, because I haven't seen the model in person. It just, I don't know, there's something about that face that just looks a little bit off to me. What, it, uh, what When you say off, as in not how you were expecting him to look or like an, an actual... Kind of. I think, I, I don't know what, I, I don't know what I was expecting. Not so much the whole Fu Manchu thing that people mm. have been talking about, but... I don't know. There's just something about it. I think it's a, it's. I'm looking at the collage picture. If you go mm. on the Forge mm. website, where you've got like the back of the arm of the legs, the dead mm. marine on the floor. When I look at the face there, it just looks a little bit off, and I mm. have no clue what that is. No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just me. I'll go with it. No. I'll settle with it. But the rest of the model, fucking gorgeous. Love it. I mean, they've they've definitely made the effort. I think it was Simon Egan again, wasn't it? It's definitely managed to do that whole they're brothers so he's made mm. the faces look you know like they could be familial uh sort of siblings well, i think he's done a good job there I, I remember talking to him during one of the weekenders because I, I i told him like well i think that i've swapped heads between corax and fulgrim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so on and he's like well what we've done for most of it is that we're using we have like kind of like a master sculpt for the yeah. actual face so mm. so all the primarchs somehow will still have the same kind of feature mm. uh, expressions and like mm. jaw bones and cheeks and stuff and when i compared like so what i did when i got back home i just took out like ferris's head <laughs> joke on you <laughs> and fulgrim and horace and stuff and then when you look at it, the, the only one that stands out a little bit out of the primarchs uh Dudes that I've seen besides Magnus, though, because he has. If we discard Magnus and Perturabo, mm. um, but it seems like they have still used the same feature, but maybe stretched them a little bit. But if you like Lehman Ross, everyone else, you can yeah. see it's the know, same type. I think, of, I, think Perturabo, I know what it is. Perturabo was a different sculptor. Yeah. Um, and I think Sam's done the vast majority of them. I think someone else. I want to say Blake, someone maybe. Mm-hmm. Someone else did Alpharius, but obviously this guy helmet on, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I think it's that same person, I I believe, has uh sculpted up like a like a blank set of Primark armor. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of the the armor in its simplest sort of form. Yeah. And then I believe Sam then sculpts over that. So, nice. so you've got that real consistency between, be- between them all. I think yeah, I know like in, in size and, and shapes. Yeah, well, and design and just just little things. Um, and and yeah, yeah, exactly, consistency. And I think maybe that maybe only kicked in after three or four of them or something like that. But I think, certainly, I you think know, I'll, I'll say this: I think I know what's wrong with it in my eyes, at least. At least I know why I'm finding a little disjointed with it. 
I'm, I was expecting the Khan to be more animated in his face, like some sort of raw or some sort mm. of facial expression, especially with the raised tulwa and that look. Mm. For me, I think that's what I was expecting. And I think that's why it feels a little bit sedate in the face, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, you've had like Fulgrim with the facial expressions and um, you've got Angron as well. For me, I, th I think it's also partly because I've been listening to um, the latest. Uh, no, I'm not going to spoil it, but because you have a, it's a lot of focus on the uh, white scars and they're very animated um, mm. when they're fighting and stuff. This just to me, honestly, just to me, this feels like um, it could have been bit more animated i think that's it I, I, no no knock on the paint job or the or the sculpting or whatever i think that's just now i'm literally staring at it as we're talking about it um so I what you try to say in a long fucking winded way is that of all the primarchs that uh, usually has a screaming face you thought that jagatai khan would be one of them Thank you for putting my my ramble into succinctness. You've got to yes. summon Chris when he's not here. You've got to you've got to channel that. If you know. somebody doesn't fill out the time, who is? Yeah, but there's. I've just linked in the chat, and maybe you yeah, linked I'm, on the show. The the Sam uh, Sam even did an article on Wyoming Community recently about sculpting Khan, and I know a few people have mentioned the pose being a lot more static than they were expecting from the Khan, um, and I think he addresses it a little bit in in that article. Um, so I think. I think it's very deliberate what what they've done, but like many things, it's it's a bit polarizing, right? Um, yeah. I, I always, you know, it's, it's like when they made Lord of the Rings and things like that. You know, it, it's it's such an established thing now, the heresy that mm. I felt like every Primark that was waiting to come out just had more and more pressure on them because what? we because you so many people have created their own versions of them in their heads. Yeah. No, it's fair. Like I said, I, I would love to see them do that. I, know, I don't, I don't know if this is ever going to happen, but I would love to see uh, each Primark get a static pose and a dynamic pose. Oh yeah, that would be like the perfect because some of them are like super that. dynamic. What? I don't think they're going to do that. No, there is a lot of good third market um, versions about like similar ones, but I don't know. It, it would be awesome to have that. Because mm, mm. Fulgrim yeah. is really posed in in for one battle scene. Same with Magnus, and 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 same with like uh, Ferris, and and all of those Primarchs would just e be equally powerful in the lore aesthetics if they weren't in a dynamic fighting scene. Because mm. they are so persons that are either super dynamic or are super like kind of static. Like with Fulgrim, he stands as a statue, like all fucking beautiful and shit. While Ferris is like more like melding, strong, stand, resilient, you know, static sort of pose. And Magnus could be like a broad thinking sort of like, you know, brooding over, you know, his life, fate, and so on. While, while Lima Russ would always be kind of like a dynamic pose because that's how he is. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, it's it's also really easy to look at something and pick it apart after someone's done an amazing job on an extremely pressured piece of work. Yeah, I, I don't know that you, we're picking it apart though. Like it, it, for me, it was a you you they you could never satisfy everyone, right? No, with with these models. True. So in a way, I've said this a few times on on when we've chatted. Like 
I like that attitude almost where it's we don't need everyone to like it. We just need some people to love it. Yeah. Um, and I, I would rather they went that way than try to be too like too generic or to try and please too many people. Um, because, you know, as you're saying, Freddie, like, I mean, it's there's a lot of alternatives out there now, right? Yeah. You know, it's 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 and I wonder as well, you know, it's been, what, 10 odd years now since we had Angron. You know, these, and he, these... he still fucking holds up, though. I Absolutely, but like, I wonder if the decisions around what they wanted to do with Primarchs. I wonder if they made all the decisions there and then. Okay, this is so and so's pose. This is so and so's pose. This is how we're going to do it. Mm. Or maybe it's just changed and evolved and and, and developed. Because you know, it feels to me, and not just when it switched over to to CAD, but like some of the more recent ones, I feel like fit the the new Heresy look mm. really really well. Whereas yeah. ones like um uh Angron and, and Fulgrim that that fits almost classic heresy models. Um well when, when I I was chatting away with the design studio that back then this is like eight, ages ago um they said like what they did is they they basically when they worked hand in hand with fight scene with Night Hunter because they are in different books. So they use uh, both in different black books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they yeah. are in different kind of scenes. Right. Um, so they, when they designed the primary models for those kind of black books, and um, they used uh, black library novels to up there. And obviously, mm. when they did Night Hunter, he hadn't fought mm. fucking uh, mm. Dark Angel dude, Lionel Johnson. So, mm. Mm. so it's a little bit about that going on as well. Yeah, it would be really it's interesting. easy now when we have everything. It's like, oh fuck, it should be a fighting scene between fucking Conrad and. Lionel Johnson, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Or no, that makes a lot of sense, though, doesn't it? Now you now you've explained it, mm. um, you can understand why they've chosen certain poses and why why maybe it seems like there wasn't any rhyme or reason, um, but actually there was. That's really good to know. Mm. I like it. So, Stop following up, can I can I ask a question though? No, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I want to hear everyone's top three primarks. Now we have everyone. Ooh. Oh, are we talking? You start. In... Okay, uh, I need some clarification before we do this. Like to oh. top three Primark models, not like fan. Okay, good, good, good. That's what I wanted. So modeling for modeling and paper, painting purposes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go on then. You start. Me. Yeah. yeah you, well, you, you started, started it. it. You started it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have to say, I have for my top three. The number one that I think is like super powerful, uh, awesome, and sexy as fuck is Angram. Number two is Horus. And number three is actually Magnus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Who's going to step up next? Uh, sounds like you volunteered there, mate. Did I? Shit. Okay. <laughs> um, number one, Horus, for sure. Um, can't deny anything about that model. I think it's it is the absolute business. Yeah, they went um, That was always yeah. going to be like a hard one to do. Yeah, and and they nailed that one absolutely beautifully. Um, number two, modeling, painting, modeling wise, um, I'm going to say Night Haunter. I love the Kurs model, um, and I love I love the basis it's on. And if you've read. Anything unremembered empire-wise, you can have a lot of fun with that. Um, and, oh, good Lord. Right, it's going to be a tight one. It's a tie.
between Jagatai and Lion for me at third. Mm. Um, I think I was going to be honest. I think the Lion would push it out and push Jagatai to fourth. Um, and then I'd have to say Perturabo comes in fifth just because I've got to represent Perturabo. But <laughs> yeah, that, that would be my top three. So Horus, Night Haunter, and then the Lion. Okay, me next then. You next, Pele. Uh, I take Night Haunter first. I really love that model and the pose and everything. It's awesome. And then I think I'm going to take Alpharius, actually. Oh, nice. I do like I do everything. The pose. Subtle is the wrong word, perhaps. Because it's murdering in person, but uh, I, I like the posture of it. No, no, he's just he's helping someone, not suffering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's just rather helping. suffering. Take my hand. <laughs> and... No, don't take my hand. Take my other hand. Oh God, I can't hold anything. Sorry. And did you do third spot? I don't know. I like Musarion, but I'm all death guards. I'm biased, I presume. Fantastic pose on Mortarion. Yeah. Yeah. It's good ball. It's also oh, brutal, but subtle. Yeah. It's just not... it, ca- it captures his character really yes, well, doesn't it, it does. that model? Yeah. Actually, I'm looking at it right now on Portugal homepage here. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a great page to look at now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's good. What a bus is. Uh, Night Haunter, Alpharius, <laughs> and Mortarion. Nice. Good choice. Henry? Um... Top three, no particular order. Uh, Vulcan, I think, mm-hmm. is a, f- a phenomenal oh, model. That's, he's, that's good. Um, good. I really like uh, Russ. I've grown to really like Russ. I didn't like him when he came out. Um, and I probably should say, like, I don't think completely unchanged Russ is my favourite, but like a few tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny tweaks to like make into my Tesla, you know, like heat the fur up on his back a bit and, and, and move it move it around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I love his armor and I, and I love his dynamism um mm-hmm. in, in the pose. Absolutely. Um and the third one, it's a tough one. I think Horus still stands out. So I think yeah Horus Horus Vulcan and then and then Russ. Those those three are probably my top uh top top choices. But I don't think there's a bad one. By, no. by any means in the bunch. And I think even the ones I don't particularly like, I'm not a massive fan of the Primark models anyway. Like, I, I'm just not. But even the ones that, that aren't to my taste, like, I think the poses are excellent on all of them. Mm. Um, like, they just they just nailed it. Like, And for me, if they were all sat on the shelf as they are, that's where I think they look perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of them on the table. Um, but, uh, uh, one model. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no. Uh, one model that I don't know if it's if just a picture, but I never really liked the model until I saw it uh, first time, real life, painted. It's a Gulliman. Right. On the on the picture, it's exceptionally boring. But mm. if you see the model on his uh, scenic base, painted, I saw him at the Warhammer World the first time. Mm. So it's that model. It's it's awesome, actually. Yeah. He was the first really static one, wasn't he? Yeah, I think mm, so. Yeah. If you look, just look at the picture of Fortwell webpage, it's just standing there with a sword. Mm. Like a Roman centurion. Rather boring. 
But if you see the model in real life, it's something else. It's just so hard to explain. Mm. No, I think that's, that's so true, though, isn't it? For so, for just so many. Speaking, of, uh, just going to say, speaking about because we're talking about history at some point. Didn't Matt Cain bring his over when we did the first painting course? I can't remember. Did what, he have uh, Gilliman? Yeah, did he have Gilliman at that point? I can't remember. I don't think so. I can't. I think he did. Yeah, I think he did because he. Oh yeah, 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 he did. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah because I, I remember. because yeah, he he sorted. <laughs> yeah, he sorted my contemptor to death for fun. Um, <laughs> I can agree. I mean, the thing is, if, even though we, like we were talking about like. Obviously, I made my comments about Khan being static. For some reason, to me, this seems to suit Gillum more. Yeah. I, well, well this, he, is, he is the Roman centurion. Yeah, but he's the Roman centurion emperor. Yeah, yeah. When you see it live. The, the thing is, like, uh, the one weird thing with him is that when that, the Ultramarine came out, it was the whole Kalf book and shit. And it was kind of, you kind of expected more. Uh, more of sort of uh, a dynamic post on him for some reason. Mm. That's what I expected. But you get the whole unremembered empire pose. Like mm. it's kind of like him. He sh his other hand should like. I understand it because I would. I. It's exactly like when he holds Sanguinius arm, but instead he holds that sword on that base pillar and shit. Uh, so yeah, I love that piece of artwork. Yeah, uh, so I uh, think it would be like I would love to see it. Like if they didn't do Sanguinius super dynamic diving down there, man. If they had like a static pose for each Primarch, you could do <laughs> such a fucking nice. Like I, I imagine using um, Rogel Dorn, Rogel mm. Rogel Dorn, do him as the lion, like do a massive conversion and do him as the lion standing next to it, like because it's perfect. Like get his head bowing down because he's like kind of like this is shit. <laughs> sort of thing, and then you have Gilliman holding Sanguinius' arm up, sort of thing. Mm. Uh, okay. That would be like a perfect little like a uh, Primark diorama. Or the other way around, put the Sanguinius on the marble uh, with wings, perhaps not pointing up, but more a uh, posture of a political posture more than a fighting posture. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, to be fair, the, the Primarchs, just as a, what do you call it, IP, property, whatever you want to call it, so many opportunities for stuff to be produced just about them, model-wise. Like you okay. said, you can do dioramas for each of them, you can do static poses, you can do... So, I mean, didn't they do recently, I think Forge did like a series of bookends, which had like Horace and I can't remember what else, I think, it was it Horace and the Emperor? I, I think it was remember. just Horus, mate. I think it was just yeah. two the same thing twice, I think. But still beautiful stuff. You know, there's just so many opportunities and I just hope that Forge will do more than do more with them, if that makes sense. Do more. Because I think the, the, the collectors in all of us would be up for it. Well no 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 the models are bad. Like they're all awesome. No, like, no. Everyone is just uh, it's just amazing. But hey, that gave me a, a like thinking about that. I started thinking about my favorite fucking um, special special characters models. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -huh. So what's what's your top three for that? Oh god! Oh, so we're going further down the character series now, are we? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, top three. Okay. Same rules as before. Yeah. Okay. Zardu Layak is amazing. Mm -hmm. I know. 
um, in every single way. I love Valdor. Now, I know he was very polarizing, but that he just, it's a Blanche drawing in a model, so it instantly gets my vote. Fair point. Um, so I would say, yeah, Valdor. Who did I say? Valdor, Layak. Other Layak. Um, and I'm. <laughs> And purely for the fact that I still think it's the coolest bit in in the heresy is Archmagos Drakiavak. That head is just such an awesome. I've I've must have had more than ten minis I've converted where I've put that on as the head because I thought it was the coolest head to use. Like you oh, know, the uh, the yeah, the, 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 the goat like, mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's um, amazing. <laughs> it's just my absolute favorite bit. And one day I'll I'll settle on what I'm going to leave it on. Um, so yeah, well, that'd be my three. What about you? My 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 three is uh, Sevatar because I just love that poster diorama, how it's standing, mm-hmm. and like it's it's like some sort of elegance in it. Uh, I have to say Argo Tall. Yeah, great model. I I like that was just perfect. It's perfect. Like they they nailed that shit. And then due to it, like it. It's simplicity, but it's super. I really like it, and I love painting it. And that is Khan. It's super simple, but still yet elegant. Yeah, nice. and the first one we ever saw, maybe exactly. Yeah, was Khan the was. first? I thought it was Angron first, or am I am I wrong? No, no, I'm the first uh, non. Oh, first non Primark. Mm. Nice. But then I have a bunch that I really like. Like I think they actually sold 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 actually did. Um, well, I'm not looking at their homepage. I'm just trying to fucking remember. But... Hello, what about you, bud? Yeah, good question. Good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scrolling away like a madman. No, oh yeah, I do. But uh, I do have my 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 favorite model, and I'm also biased because one is my favorite character in the entire heresy. That's uh, Sevatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the model is awesome. Uh, I really do love it. And then Sigismund, I think. Posture. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit same feeling like Gulliman, but still more action in it, if you know what I mean. Yep. And number three, Khan. And that, that's another character I like in the, in the books, actually. He's got more depth than you might perhaps think, at least in the beginning. Oh, I, I can't. Yeah, he's a standout right in the books. Like, yeah, absolutely. so, like I said, it's so simple. Just a space marine charging. Uh, but it's good. I like it. Those tricks. My nice. Ah, my turn. Hmm, okay. Uh, in no particular order, I'm going to say Alexis Pollux. It's nice. Because not only has that, uh, do I love the, I actually love the base, I think, more than I like the model, because it's got the flag and everything on there. Um, but I have used that model so many times <laughs> for different Praetor <laughs> conversions, because mm. that, the look of his armor and everything, even the Storm, I mean, the Storm Shield's great and the, the Power Fist is great, but that, that body is brilliant for basing. Oh, it's nicely, nicely proportioned as well, isn't it? That model. Yeah, and it thankfully it doesn't have the tactical rock under the lifted foot. No, because <laughs> it's meant obviously it's meant for the the steps on the the base, so you can actually have a bit of fun with it on different basing as well. So that's kind of cool. 
I like that one a lot. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, bit of a left field one here, I think. But I'm going to go with Samus. Really? Samus. Why? Because I've painted it, and I think the model is fantastic. Ah, okay. <laughs> the model. I've actually. I've. I've had it in real life. I've painted it, and I think the model is gorgeous. Um, lots of little details. Once you start getting onto it, um, there's lots of little details that you get into. Um, and yeah, I found I found that one a lot of fun to paint, so I, I quite enjoy that. Um, and then last choice, oh, last choice, last choice, last choice. I really do like Argyltal, but um, yeah, there you uh, go, have him. Argyltal, it's a great model. It's a great model. It is a great. Yeah, I'm going to have to because uh, I can't force myself to do two Imperial Fists in the same list. <laughs> But, well, no, in fairness, though, you did say the best part of Pollux was the Iron Warriors flag on the base. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> so. And I have the, I have a, a second one of those bases for my Militia Commander. Nice. So he's going to be on that one as well. So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, I mean, that, there's a lot in there, really, to be fair. Those, that was some, some top-tier random questioning there. No, that's all right, man. We we had actually some proper listening questions. That I forgot to tell yeah, you. They're, for, they're all for the main. They're well, for they're the main, main statements about like favorite units and shit. But yeah, I used, do that because properly. we're talking Primarchs. I just like what the fuck. Yeah. Why but not? How about we we segue in, in an effortless manner somehow from that to the fact that um, one other thing that's new out for the hobby at the moment is they've released another uh, missions pack. Hmm. Yes. Or let's say well, they, the community, just, Warhammer just community. Really quick, while we were still on models, had they shown oh, on, the then. plastic Fafnir Ran and, and Ze uh, Zephon or whatever his name is uh, on the last show? Uh, we talked, yeah, we have talked about them yeah. in the past. Oh, yeah, fine, that's cool. Yeah, there was, um, yeah, there was, there has been discussions. There was a, a degree of disappointment, but also a lot of, oh, that's very tasty. Cool. Sorry, just, just checking. No, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. But um, yeah, so we've got new um, a new adventure pack out, basically, <laughs> uh, if we put it like that, for the um, was it Death Guard and Dark Angels. Uh, yes. So have you guys had a chance to look at it at all, or uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yep. You have. What are your general thoughts on it? Yeah, I read the Death Guard parts way more closely than the Dark Angels. Uh, in my opinion, it's I mean it's destroyers with flamers, and free flamers for death guards ain't that. I don't think it's sure it's fluffy. This destroyer destroyers are cool units, but I don't know. You can take a have a support squad and get to have a flamers for free. Um, sure you can give them alpha bombs, so. I don't know if I really like this. Everyone getting uh, must have a destroyer unit thing. Mm. They're not that common in the fluff. It's really rare, no. actually. It's kind of weird because they would be like the Mr. Destroyer units extraordinarily. So yeah, exactly. We, we just put fucking rad on everything. We drink rad. We fucking spill rad. Yeah. We are the poison. <laughs> so, one thing if you could get the flame of torrent, but you can't. Would be too powerful, but I was hoping actually when they made this uh, Death Guard units to actually be a embryo or the beginning of the 
playing Marine. Mm. Yeah. Uh, perhaps a Western unit with Phenol Pain included, or some large uh, Toughness 5 is perhaps too good. We have slower moment, only five mm. inch with final pain and some special fluffy weapons to use. Something like that. That would be awesome. I don't think we, I don't think we're quite there in the law yet, as right. in like we're, where book nine is and and everything. That just because the from what I've been and please correct me or disagree with me, but a lot of the. Um, the stuff that sort of when you see the Death Guard turn, that happens as they're hitting terror. Once they once they sort of come out and they're in the soul yeah. system. So I don't I don't know if we're there yet, but I, I totally agree with you. It'd be great to see some proto plague marines like come in. And or perhaps that's uh, something for the Terra Black Book, maybe. Mm. I I think so. I think if we're gonna get the books now where they're like about specific engagements. Like slightly more focused engagements, I, I would be really surprised if we if that's not what we get with the the Death Guard one. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I I would guess, given the novels, that would probably be White Scars and Death Guard in that book. Yep. Book. Yeah. And maybe we get Proto Plague Marines and Khan on a jet bike, or some new jet bikes, or something. That would be pretty that awesome. Would, that yeah. would, you know, sort of make 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 a bit of sense, wouldn't it? I don't know, man. Yeah. These these campaign packs, they're really cool. They feel a lot like stuff that got left out of the other books yeah it's a brilliant um, idea but but very 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 narratively focused like I've, I've listened to you guys in the chat talk about and eric in particular talk about them from a from a gaming point of view and i i just feel like there's absolutely no way these were given thought in that context right yeah it, it was let's create a couple of cool units um if they work, they work. It doesn't really matter. Like people, are, like people are so desperate for some new stuff. Um, I, I think uh, an easier way to go about it because now, obviously, they realize that fucking destroyer is sort of like the fan base's mm. uh, wet little blanket. Yeah, thing. right. Uh, an easier way to go about it, I think, it's just to have legion-specific destroyers. Is just have normal destroyers, but each legion have different traits, and because they're either better at being destroyers or worse at being destroyers. Like Salamander and Zombies are shit at having destroy units, while Death Guards should be like fucking excelling. And I think it would be super yeah. easy just to have normal destroyers, uh, change some upgrade options, and mm -hmm. like feel no pain. Like Death Guards already have that poison feel no pain. Why not make that that rule for a destroyer used to be general feel no pain? Because they just they yeah. they've been fucking, so they, fucking they, they've been sniffing this shit for breakfast. So their main job is just to do nasty stuff with this. So they could just have tweaked the Legion rules a little bit, kept the normal destroyers, because flamers for Death Guards are already fucking really nasty, and it's a thing with Death Guard is having a lot of flamers. So it doesn't really... It, it could have been handled differently, but I love that they are actually thinking about it and doing units. So it's either two ways. You just yeah. keep the normal destroyer entry and you skip... Uh, different legion, different options. But what they've done now is just, just created new units for each legion. Yeah. But with mm. the Night Lord, for example, didn't give them a destroyer. They gave them a unit that everyone been yelling about for years. Yeah. But I, I, I assure you, there there will be some sort of semi-destroy unit somewhere <laughs> for the Night yeah, Lords. Focusing on other things. That, than... that everyone, every legion will get a specific destroy units but yeah 
like you said, they're overworking it, perhaps. I think I think Henry, you nailed you sort of you nailed it on the head there, as you said, with there's not the focus on the the playability or whatever you want to call it of the units themselves. But I personally absolutely love the the narrative drive on these. Hmm. Um, and I think yeah, and, and like it or not, I think a lot of people need permissions not the right word but almost some legitimacy from from forge or whoever to to talk about this like there's there's amazing fan made stuff like i love all the heavy destroyer stuff and and the mm -hmm. units the community's created like it's, it's been incredible it's kept the game alive over the last few years like yeah. hands down but I, I think a lot of people still are sometimes put off by no matter how well it's done like fan created things yeah um and i think it's not this, official yeah right what for whatever that's worth right but yeah. but this this is giving just a little bit more right i think it's i think it's lovely i you know it's 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 only a good thing right but for me but, all of this stuff's a placeholder right it's it's what's coming what's yeah. you know how does it imagine yeah. the fucking impact if they just had like once once they realized that oh fuck we're, we're in kind of like a, a pause period here for the heresy mm. imagine if they've rolled out this shit straight away then yeah uh, exactly. because er, er, this is something that everyone was craving for like two years ago yeah yeah i think it also yeah. it, it really does push that whole the, the heresy was designed for narrative play mm -hmm. in my in my opinion right and and because it because it was based on a an older system um, and because that system got revised a few times and because we're competitive people by nature you know, it, it developed into quite a healthy competitive scene. And there's there's no like I've been to enough of these tournaments now that you guys refer to as narrative events. They're not just because <laughs> you do a little mocked up Photoshop picture and call it planet whatever does not make it a narrative event, right? If everyone's just bringing dick kicking lists and they want to wipe each other off the table, that's great. Like that's cool. Like do that. But like true narrative, like you know, you want uneven sides, you want uneven objectives. You know, you, you want some units that aren't that great, but they should be there. Um, because and, and I kind of like that they're not ignoring those. You want um, cards that suddenly yeah. rocks up and lifts your fucking boundary. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, or Freddy, no. Freddy shenanigans like, oh, I'm sorry, Vortex That's Bomb, it. like the size yeah. of a D cannon. You're all dead. All about the, the, the shenanigans. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's, it's it, it, more is always better with this stuff, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, the more options, the better for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I loved, loved the paint job on the Death Guard in that article. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I would really I mean, like to know uh, whose army that is because um, it's really cool. I really like it. Gave me a little yeah. wobble. <laughs> we all like a little bit of a wobble every now and then. <laughs> it's always good for us. But uh, yeah, and I mean, I, like I said, I mean, we're going to, we've already planned out to do uh, an episode on these packs at some point. Um, coming up in the future to actually go through them a bit um but what i will say is uh, i do love that the majority of them because i don't think all of them have it but the majority of them have sort of a mini campaign format mm. they feel like a tiny book sevens do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. this that, that little bit extra for everyone involved but should be played very much with a mindset of you're recreating this battle yeah. or that that battle or whatever and it's actually what, Freddie, if you remember, you and I were talking about um, a while back. I can't remember if it was in the Black Book conversation. I think it was. Um, we were talking about how, like, the books now, uh, on a purely practical level, cost as much, but have less, 
like fluff and stuff in there or felt like they have less fluff and stuff in there less, this uh, feels less, less fluff less uh campaigning yeah like, this I feels like a return to the pre like book four book three book two book one these feel like they've got much more narrative in them and that campaign element yeah like the, I, I mean like i think we went through like when we did that the black book special that got lost in the warp Mm-hmm. When we did a comparison, book one to uh, nine or whatever, and we went through like different the, the missions, the scenarios, the fluff, um, different things. Uh, the the one thing that kind of stayed consistent through the Black Book is like extra units and shit. But just special specific, like like most of the early books have like a a set piece sort of like these PDFs. Like mm-hmm. they have a set piece campaign system, a narrative mm-hmm. system. You have like Victory's Vengeance campaign in some oh, of the books. Yeah, you have, like, yeah. and. And they kind of stopped that uh, after, I don't know, Tempest or some shit. Was mm. it Retribution? I can't remember. But but it, it feels like all this shit is going back now. Yeah. Well, we Which love it. Uh, and, and hey, if you don't like it, at least the, the worst thing that can it's happen free. is that you get... <laughs> it's free. Well, the worst thing that can happen is that you get inspired mm. to, by that to do something your own. Mm. You know? Yeah. Which is which is what we want, no matter what. Is just inspiration and more heresy. Yeah, don't get so me wrong. When I'm complaining about the Death Guard, this is the idea is brilliant. You get models, ideas, new units. It's all fun. But you're right. I say my playing marine idea for Terra Book Ten. <laughs> yeah. Can you use fucking? I mean, it's it's a much wider topic, I guess, in a way, isn't it? But but like. I think it's important to recognize that 30k is is a, a proper game system and within it you have competitive play, narrative play, open play, whatever the the terms are that GW use nowadays. You know, mm. and I think I think that's good and it should be celebrated that it's that it's diverse enough that it can support those different ways of playing. Um but you will always have the odd release that that panders more to one side than the other. Um, well, the same, the same has always been with 40k as well. Like some of the books it, have right? been insanely yeah. retarded, yeah. and some of the books have been like super OP, <laughs> fucking yeah. competitive madness. Yeah, Grey Knights um, like fifteen. And <laughs> you, you know, and, yeah, and the, but the campaigns like there's there's I mean I I don't I can't keep up with 40k at the moment, but there's there seems to be a lot of campaign um, books, you know. So I I really hope and, and Necromunda sort of went that way didn't it with the way they've they've sort of done necromunda the newest editions version two if you will where the the like the book of whatever has 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 more a lot more in it now uh, lots of background lots of campaign ideas um as well as a load of rules um and i I, i'd love that you know and and yeah hopefully we'll we'll see that with, with heresy i guess what i'm getting at is i i really hope that they don't ignore either of the two groups and i think the vast majority of us uh, probably have a foot in both camps a lot of the time anyway right yeah and um, we enjoy both ways of playing but i really hope that they they keep those options there and don't worry that occasionally you'll get a unit that's really broken you know well don't worry about that's not going to bother the narrative guys oh it's going to really upset the competitive guys well they can deal with it that's what house rules are for right that's what having a bit of ownership is um you know it only takes one person to turn up with magnus and all the all the Terminators to a Zone Mortalis game, right? Before you go, hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to police this. Yeah. But if, but thematically, what yeah, a brilliant 
thing, right? You know, what, yeah. what I'd love to, I'd love to play those those games where you're vastly outnumbered. It's one of the reasons I really love Titanicus is that um, uneven objectives and and things like that. Uh, um, your Titan's gonna blow up anyway by yourself. Yeah, I still, I still think I've killed more of my own than I've killed the enemies. <laughs> it's an awesome <laughs> game. That's an awesome <laughs> game. The best. Mm. No, I love it, and I think, like I said, we'll go into more depth of the whole thing eventually. But I, I like it's just, um, it's really positive to see this stuff coming out, and it seems to be getting the love to it as well. Because to be fair, they could have easily have just gone, "Here's a new unit. Here's a mission for the unit. Done." But they've put this time, effort, and everything gone into the the background, it's the narrative, it. and it's yeah, it's spot on, and it makes me yeah. super super happy for the future, the yeah, way things are going. Say- make a commitment and they're trying to give us something to keep us head up, keep our head mm. up until they release something big. I think they know it's going to take a while probably and give us something on mm. while we're waiting. Absolutely. And it's like you said, it's a quality stuff. It's not like one page of rules or something. Mm. They actually bother to write back backgrounds on uh, scenarios, units, etc. So, it's positive. Of course, it's positive. I wonder if they'll continue, like w- when the new edition comes out. I wonder if this will this will continue because it's it's roughly every other month, is it so far? Yeah, Something like that, at least. Is it once a month? That's I mean, that's amazing if they continue with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah every 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 every... Legion get some, or perhaps mm. Mechanicum or uh, Solarxelia. Mm. I think I think there's the the best thing from a if I was on. Coming up from a GW point of view, this is um, a resource, um, a minimal resource input from their yeah. point of view. Yeah, you know they've they need maybe one or two guys. I don't know because I don't know how long um, this goes. Um, but uh, you know they've got one or maybe one or two guys going into developing these packs. You know, and they're not having to push out models. They're not having to push out. Um, any sort of physical components, they can put it on the website for free, and yeah, guarantee. Oh, it's brilliant, right? It's, it's abs- driving. It's absolutely it's, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's driving sales yeah. because yeah. there'll be someone who doesn't have, uh, who maybe is like on the edge of thinking about doing a Dark Angels army, for example, and sees this unit and go, "That's my unit," and mm-hmm. they'll go out and buy the models, which is existing range, but they've just pushed a sale, or you've got somebody who can go right well i've got two armies i can get my mate in because now i've got a really simple set of two or three missions that will tell a story mm-hmm. and i reckon he's going to love it or she's going to love it you know they're going to have fun so this is just a no-brainer i think to keep doing these and they've got such a vast amount of law to play with could you imagine a run mm-hmm. imagine this imagine a run of themed um one-offs for these for each legion based around Zomortalis. Mm. Just Zomortalis. That would be Im- amazing. Mm. And Absolutely. that's that's 18, you've got 18 if you want to do one per legion or whatever, 18 months worth of content you could put out, one a month. And if you've got the Necromunder boards going and all that sort of stuff, you can drive Zomortalis purchases. Gives you a reason to get the tiles back up and running. You know, it's... Yeah, it's just easy money there, basically. So I hope they they take it as a positive thing and they run with it long term, mate. I really do. Yeah, me too, mate. Yeah. 
yeah. agreed totally. Well, I'm going to use that as a as an excuse to now hop to the last thing that we're going to do in the intro before we sort of wind up and then get ready for the big big chat, and that is hobby progress. <laughs> Everybody been up to recently. Um, Pele, would you like to start? Sure, I start. Uh, what I'm up to, I am uh, build. I'm not building. I'm painting Night Lodge. Uh, mm. Had a bit a bit of problem because I run off out of. The paint is Tamaya paint because no. of Corona issues. They're hard to get, but I managed to find Corona. Told you. <laughs> find uh, two pots at least. So I'm um, continue continuing on that. I got the Grenot drop pod, three container terminator, and a Rhino. My opinion. Nice. And what's more, a Titan. In Titanicus, Ooh. Uh, in my old color scheme, uh, the Legion Magna. What happened with the new one you're going to make? Yeah, I haven't this is started ridiculous. the new we one. We have the podcast yet. thing. Hey, that's in the main segment. Shut up. Yeah, uh, shut the fuck up, friend. <laughs> it's, uh, what's it called? Warbringer Titan. Yeah, I've been working on. Uh, what have I done more? I'm trying to paint some second edition in the Space Wolf. To get the color scheme. Uh, oh, is work. that why you were saying earlier about trying to find the gray? Yeah. And uh, I got some Jody. Find a guy or a firm who actually makes uh, these old Citadel paints from like early 90s. And I just order a paint set. Nice. So I hopefully get a chance to work with them in the next couple of weeks. And I think that's what I've been doing. Um, but the, the biggest thing for me, really, dude, is my... I think I said on the last time I was on, mm-hmm. I, I, I said my heresy hobby mm-hmm. would probably be focused around calf for yes. a while just to enjoy myself. Well, my, um, my hobby group here, I'm very lucky now to have a, a group of great guys down here to hobby with. Um, have all sort of said, this is what we want to do for the foreseeable now. We want to hobby within uh, the Shadow Crusade through to Imperium Secundus. Um, But they want to do it. 30k, Titanicus, uh, Aeronautica, BFG, and Epic. Um, And everyone's in. Like, everyone's full on in, like, share armies um, and play it purely narratively. So there's no pressure to collect a huge unending army. It's right, we want to play this engagement, so we're going to need, you know, these minis and stuff. And I, I couldn't be happier, mate. Like, I'm I'm absolutely over the moon. It's, it's, it's all I've ever really wanted to, for a personal hobby project um, is just to go real deep dive with a few other people that are equally passionate um, and just keep it going. So, I'm you know, I've been poring over the old Visions book um sort of i'm, I'm going to try and, and riff off of those when, when we get the new heresy stuff i think i'm going to try and recreate some of that old trading card artwork on the models and stuff um so yeah just massively excited um about all of that um and yeah and just building tiny titans and tiny knights and a big knight actually so yeah mate i'm absolutely made up for you that that's 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 what's happening that sounds absolutely amazing <laughs> genuinely it really does Mate, it's I'm gonna be really awesome. happy for you, mate. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, good, good times, and I'm massively looking forward to seeing you lads over at Lincoln and stuff. That's giving me a proper um goal to try and get as much 
Titanic has done as humanly possible. But I think we're going to talk about that in the main segment, actually. We are. Uh, yeah, we so. <laughs> Fucking colour. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, about, what about you, Joe? What have you been doing, dude? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give Freddie the mic for this because mine's really small and Freddie, <laughs> well, yeah, Freddie does Freddie. So go on, Freddie, get, get yourself out of the way there, mate. What, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, I, I started out <clears throat> at the beginning of this journey and did Iron Hands. Fuck loads, and I rewatched uh, Henry's nice video to try and <clears throat> mix my old recipe with Henry's new recipe and try to speed shit up. Then realized there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to do all this because I also have to assemble another fucking 2,000 points of iron hands uh, to go to LVO. So what I did is I decided to just uh, make it a little bit easy, repaint and weather my Raven Guards. And uh-huh. so I kind of did uh, 3,000 points of Raven Guards, <laughs> which I'm right now. Well, if it wasn't for this Corona, I would probably have been done by it with it tomorrow because I'm touching up like the little bit as we're recording, little small bits and bobbins here to get it all going. So, and and it's mostly an infantry army as well. Mm-hmm. The, the old, it has two tanks, and it's it's like a Democulus command rhino, which is an old rogue trader rhino that I converted. And then it has a Cerebus because I was supposed to have a Lord of War, <laughs> and no one ever feels the Cerebus. Fucking hell, that's the that's the triple barrel tank. Yeah, yeah? nice. And it's absolutely useless. No, there's a reason they don't field it, but <laughs> but it looks so fucking cool, and it's kind of yeah. like it kind of fits the theme with the Raven Guard because if they would have something, they would have a sneaky fucking tank hunter with like lots of loads of barrels that did not move and just hide behind covers and did long range sniping and just looked moody. Yeah, and and just covered moody. in feathers. And Very and also. Emo. Of all the load of wars, it's, it was like the cheapest one point wise. <laughs> so I can even more infantry. The Raven Guard are quite good uh, infantry heavy, right? Like they, yeah. they, they suit it. I, I'm, I'm sure I remember talking to Eric Allman uh, about, um, didn't he used to run infantry yeah. Raven Guard with, yeah. with Korax and stuff? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is it the, the Furies they have? The jump, yeah, the special the jump. Yeah. Those, those, they are nasty when they hit. Yeah. Extremely horrible in close combat. Yeah. Well, not against Terminators, they suck, but I have a lot of fucking rending attacks, but... Yeah, rend- rending yeah. AP3, that's good on paper, you know? They are pretty good when they deep strike because they get that extra bonus cover save. They also get the plus one initiative when charging. They're a bit like Palatine Blades, but with the uh, Lightning Claws that are rending. Nice. Very, have very you used nice the thing. official models, or have you converted up your own? I, official ones. Nice. I love the um the power claws on the claws on them mm. yeah, very... i liked i like that whole sort of spec ops kind of vibe they went for with the the raven models um yeah you think yeah like a, not like retarded spec ops like alpha legion but more like <laughs> normal spec ops we're not just arrogant retarded mm. weird people but it was very very different wasn't it the design they did on the like the i loved the shoulder pads they did on them mm. Mm. I love the fact really that nice. they all have fleet as well. It's fucking nice. I love this. this uh, they were the, one of the few legions that suited the very slim profile of the Mark. Was it Mark Six armor? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what with the incredibly skinny thighs. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, it, the thing is, if you put uh, uh, you know you paint any other legion up in that, it feels to me it just feels a little bit off. Oh, paint really? Ra- Mark Six. 
Well, the the older stuff, the old resin ones, the very old ones, yeah. which were like the the very thin scale ones. Yeah. But they they suited the Raven Guard. They still look great as Raven Guard, and they seem to fit because that's what I sort of imagine stealth armor to be like. You know, stealth like slightly thinner, slightly slightly less encumbersome. As um, stealthy as a massive suit of diesel powered armor who can be right but these are the guys who, they are literally supposed to be able to sneak in the shadows uh all that sort of jazz yeah of course it is but you know it, it adds to that flavor a little right? bit when every other paragraph all you hear about is how my teeth itched when the power armor got near me and, and yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they like do look cool. thunder coming down the corridor and it's just these guys walking <laughs> yeah they do look awesome my, my buddy trevor did a lovely um raven guard army a few years ago did like a nice desert base on them um and i think yeah they just raven guards are real for i've done i've been at a few events and yeah. sort of judged like best armies and best things like that and raven guards it's a funny one because you think you you would think they get quite lost on the on the board because they're they're so plain right they're dark mm. and and they're plain there's not all this embellishment and all the rest of it but actually they can be incredibly striking like to look at yeah. um i really yeah that the, they're a, they're a cool army i always i always enjoy seeing a raven guard army and they always feel like people that play them really really like them like they're not playing them just because they're good right in the game yeah. um but they like they they really love the the law behind them um and it's not it's not like you know the emperor's children players that really love the law and you're like oh yeah. Right, a, bit, a bit weird. Don't want to be stuck, don't want to be stuck <laughs> in a stuck in a room with that person for too long. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the Raven Guard guy just loves, you know, watching the crow and you know, sighing watching the crow seal team and you know, yeah. alone in the dark. <laughs> yeah, alone in the dark with night like vision goggles on. Player. I bet you should watch your back for a night lord player as well. Who love the lore. Yeah, that's right. So, okay, so here's here's a random question. And if we're having them. Which we right. appear to be. Um, yeah, if, you, if you could only ever play against one Legion for the rest mm -hmm. of forever, what would it be? And you can have two here. You can have one rules-wise and mm -hmm. one uh, visual-wise. Play against. Yeah. I can jump yeah. in straight away. So you could you turn up to a tournament and there'd be like 10 different people, but they'd all have Empress Children or they'd all have Thousand Stars okay. whatever. I'll I'll jump in on that if you want. As I got sure. I got my answer right away. Uh, aesthetic wise, just pure look. Salamanders. Huh. Okay. Because I've seen uh, because I've seen a lot of different takes on the the first of all the green, mm. how they do the flames basing. I've seen really nice variety. And I always think, no matter what, a salamander's army looks good on the tabletop. Mm. I've always thought that. I think that that's something I would I would like to enjoy is just a nice. You can you can do a three color basic on it is what I'm saying, and it will still look yeah. good. And I think that that works. So that from a purely painting perspective, I would like to see that. Um, if I was facing, I mean, I've got to be honest and say uh, I've got to stick with my tried and true, which would be the Imperial Fists. Only because I'd be running an Iron Warriors army. Oh, I see. Nice. <laughs> Purely because but of that. That's good too, right? Because they're kind of like pretty generic, right? Yeah. So you, you could face a real variety of Imperial Fist armies, couldn't you? And they would all look pretty... Oh, yeah. And you know, I, I must admit, and... 
I've faced some, I've faced some really eclectic lists of imperial fists. Mm. I mean, I've faced entire uh, people who've gone full on into the shield wall mm. thing. You know, like breacher squads, and breacher squads, and breacher squads with apothecaries on them and doing that plus one whatever, and it's like, oh, that's just a nightmare. And then I've had I've played up against um, lists which have had like Sigismund and assault marines <laughs> and black templars, and it's just been all out charge forward imperial fists. Um, and I've I've I would touch wouldn't say I've never had a bad game against imperial fist army. I've lost, which has sucked. Um, but I've never had, I never felt like I've been unable to play them. Mm, cool. So that would be, those would be my two. Just pure luck, salamanders, play against Imperial Fist. And to be fair, a well-painted Imperial Fist army looks yeah. really good too. Yeah. So I'm not losing there. What about you, Pella? Oh, I think Pella's just dropped off the wonders of the internet. So that means we get to jump to you. What do you think, Henry? Oh, your boys. So I think against <laughs> probably probably Sons of Horrors do like because they yeah. it's always a nice like it's a striking color scheme, um, you know, and uh, again it seems to be one of those that doesn't really have an established one, which I think works well in the context of Heresy as well with like just hundreds of thousands of Marines. They are going to be different shades of green across you know across the Legion. Um, yeah. so I, I quite enjoy that that there isn't a, a standardized color for a lot of a lot of legions and stuff um and they're the bad guys right they are they are <laughs> the baddies and, and personally i nearly always collect baddies um mm-hmm. because that way any game i play i enjoy like because i because it doesn't take me out of the immersion you know if yeah. i lose oh well never mind the baddies lost you know or yeah. if i you know so so i'll always enjoy it whereas if i knew i was playing against them it means mm-hmm. I could finally enjoy being like the good guys, you know, <laughs> and collect the good guy army and, and enjoy being that that sort yeah. of uh, Johnny Johnny Ultramarine or whatever. Oh, um, good Lord. <laughs> so I think I think pro- probably yeah, probably sons and and you know you could again you, you can think of lots of different. I know people say oh, all the legions would have had all the things and it would you know it would always work, but, but I think that's only true to an extent, right? There's certain certain thematic just wouldn't would jar i think if you if you saw them mm. um but whereas i think sons of horus you could probably have any you know any list any theme yeah. and, and it would it would work um yeah so they, they, they've got a good they've got a good range of like special units that fit into those multiple options as well like reavers and the just and all that sort of stuff so mm, you've mm. got a lot of built-in thematic flexibility if that mm. makes sense but yeah, I like that man. What about the what about your second choice? Uh, I, I think maybe they'd just be it. I th- I think that that yeah. would tick tick the boxes for both um both things really. Um Yeah, well, I guess maybe Mechanicum just cuz it's always cool to see. Ah oh, no, sod that. Um militia. <laughs> it's got to be militia, right? <laughs> you got there's there's nothing like waves of infantry and just mowing them down. That's uh that's, yeah, it would always would always look good. And I I I think my favorite hobbyists tend to be people that that paint militia. Um, I think that's where the real creativity often comes out. Um, mm. And, you know, you see some pretty special, pretty special units. Um, but, I, you know, I don't play anywhere near as much as you guys. So, Pele, what sort of thing would be your, um, would be uh, your choice? Visually, I would say, actually, Alpha Legion or Thousand Sons. 
striking mm, armor, pretty. a good painted Alpha Legion is really uh, stunning. Mm. And all those metal Thousand Suns models uh, stunning too. Then you have to be a really good fucking painter if you're going to play only <laughs> that army for the rest of my life. Uh, but I think that I really come to like Metallic. Hmm. I'm doing my Night Lords in Metallic. Mm. It's such good value for like a gaming army. Like yeah. they just they just awesome. pop, man. Yeah. And rules wise, that's a trick one. I mostly lose my game, I think. <laughs> and ooh. I would probably say then Death Guard. Uh, I have a Death Guard army and it tends to be for my perspective anyway. An army is it's always happening things. Mm. It's hard to just stomp over it. And it's happening a lot of things on the battlefield. Which I think would make it fun to play against. Yeah. Mm. Put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely a consideration. It's a bit static, but uh, that's how you have to live with it. No, I think, Sorry, I think what the... you I was going to say, I think the fun part about Death Guard is that I think almost everyone has or has thought about having a Death Guard army at some point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think there's huge amounts of variation on, on themes and thoughts out there. So I like that idea of, yeah, of the true. Death Guard. I think one of the most common armies out there, I think. They just got, were... they got such a good... I remember just poring over them in their Black Book when that was released. I thought they had such a good stuff in their black book for their background yeah um really really interesting you've got a really striking scheme because obviously you can do loads of weathering on it and it still looks good it doesn't end up looking messy you know as in yeah. as in um confusing to look at um and also like i i thought buried dagger was a really fantastic novel oh, so good. for them awesome. as well right to... yeah like what a good, good book to finish to finish the series on you know yeah. um and it's, yeah, I, I I would say, yeah, I would say they they're in my top three. Have started armies, do you know what I mean? Like several times have started, sort of you know um, the Death Guard ones because I think they're they're very rewarding for a, a hobbyist. Um, yeah. if, if you if you're into the the painting and the lore, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to be my next. Even if it's just like a thousand point. Mm thing i think yeah, they're going to be one of my it. next <laughs> yeah definitely like a zm4 sort of them with some with some death shrouds or um oh i don't know just just flamers or grave wardens <laughs> yeah. they're just yeah they are oh no don't talk let's talk about something else quickly i need to stay, <laughs> I need to stay focused no i'm happy i'm happy i've got i've got to yeah did you get the bonus like mortarian primark book included you know yeah yeah, um, and, and it really not actually exact. Mm -hmm. Oh, have we lost? Say you? again, mate. We lost you for a second there. Oh, it's just you and me, problems. bud. It's you and me just, again. It's just you and me. COVID's taking people out. Oh God. COVID sniping our co-hosts. <laughs> but I would say I was going to say actually with um, with the uh, the berry dagger, you really get a, a sense of um, of typhus as well. Mm. 
and why mm. he does what he does in the way that he does it. And it's like, ah, Absolutely. okay. Yeah. So I've, I've not paid a huge amount of attention to 40K for, for a while, but I mm. I have noticed there's been quite a few Nurgle books, novels come out, Death Guard ones. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think Typhus and, and obviously Mortarian feature in those quite heavily. I think it'd be quite interesting to see sort of what they're, what they're up to. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do actually really like the 40k Mortarian model. Oh, brilliant! I mean, completely I different, obviously, aesthetic to to Heresy, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, yeah, really, really, really cool. Really, really. I can see I, when you look at the Heresy model and you look at the Mortarian model, you can see the direct correlation between the oh, two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I and mean, you can see then, the involving as well. Yeah, he's got probably. I have to probably. I think he's got one of, if not the strongest, sort of identities though from from artwork and all of that you know there's there's no mistaking mortarian right you know whether he's demon mortarian or where he's normal mortarian like that silhouette the scythe the hood the sort of not lanky but that slightly taller you know um just uh just one wonderful wonderful character and i think i kind of like the fact that they're the british as well you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a, there's a bit of that, but no, man, this has got me super pumped for hobby. Um, yeah. Instead, this entire hour has been spent trimming the the like excess flash out of the the vent um parts of the conversion beamer. It's oh, uh, this model God. is amazing, but blimey, me, there's be be prepared to do to do a little bit of work on this uh, this model if you get him. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I, I need. I should mention my hobby progress, but there's next to nothing there. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I mean, you and I have had a conversation about painting, which has been, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, to help me sort of work out how I'm going to do my my part of my paint scheme, and I've ordered the paints there on the way, so I'm super happy about that. Um, and I've literally been waiting for some bases to arrive, which I'm picking up tomorrow, so I can do the bases for my troops. Um, because somehow I've managed to lose, lose uh, managed to lose the bases they came with. <laughs> Excuse me, so I had to order some more. Um, I ordered so, logistics. Yeah, yeah. it's basically <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. I mean, literally, I ordered in a couple of episodes ago. We were talking about rivets, and I ordered some rivets in, and they've arrived. And I've been playing with those, putting them on on stuff because you know steampunk needs rivets, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. and. Oh god, they're driving me insane, but they look great, so I'm happy. Um and uh I had my my new toy arrive, which oh. is my storm hammer. Oh, so, so that is the the plan is that is staying unbuilt and untouched until I've painted up the militia army. Good man. Because the militia army is 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 geared towards a two and a half thousand point ready to play army. Great. And then the reward for doing all that is the is the Stormhammer. Yeah. Are the Stormhammer included in these two and a half thousand points? No, oh. I haven't. Put, I haven't been able to get. I've got it in a two and a half thousand point list, but it wasn't the one I wrote originally. Because um, I, no, I, I like that man. Like having the silly thing as like yeah. the extra. I, I've done it with a fantasy army recently. I like. I'm I'm doing exactly that, but I'm I'm having a massive giant is going to be like my. Prize for finishing it, and and is the model I can chuck in if someone goes, oh, should we just play with like two and a half thousand or you yeah, know, whatever? You go, yeah, so the, yeah, chuck the super heavy in or chuck the giant in or whatever. Yeah, and um, I, that's the thing. That's the, the the three thousand point list I've got in mind. I've written for Scandus, 
is basically that. It is literally the two and a half thousand points minus a couple of units to then put the storm hammer in. Mm -hmm. So I've got however long it takes me to paint that. But the the other reason I'm not painting it with the army because I like to do vehicles all at the same time if I can mm -hmm. to try and keep the weathering and everything consistent. But I kind of want to do like the fortress of whatever it's called, like Yarrick's thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I kind of want to make it stand out. So nice. I think that'll be cool. Nice. Uh, but that that's the plan. Um, but yeah, but we've got the thing is we've got so much to talk about coming up that I don't I don't want to drag this on any longer. <laughs> um have you covered everything you want to cover, Pele? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I got a tip for you. If you can't oh. remember what fucking paint did you use, buy a yeah. notebook. I did that actually. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. That's... It's awesome. My recipe. It's so good, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah, so, funny so how so did I do good. it? Yeah. Ah, Do you know the funny thing is? Do you remember when we did the the first cult of paint course over here? Hmm. We get we gave out notebooks. Yeah. And stickers. I've still got mine, and right. I use it. Or I've used just, it in the past. I'm, flick, I'm literally reaching into my desk now, and I'm I'm grabbing it out. So this is. Wonder what was the what was the first recipe that I wrote in here? Oh, it's a white scars recipe. Mm -hmm. Right. So that would have been when I painted that white scars Sakaran. So that was. Yep. God knows, five years, six years ago, five years ago, something like that. Now, yeah, um, yeah, I, the hundred percent recipe books are oh, they're, yeah, they're golden, the, the best. I mean, um, I've still got, like I said, I started it. I did one on the uh, when we did the first course down in Lund hmm. uh, for the Iron Warriors, so I've got that in there in a separate one. But in this one, it's got the um, the black recipe that I got from Andy, and we did, I did hmm. for the. Hmm. Um, on that big mechanical thingy. Yeah, nice. The big Thanatar, which yeah. is gone now, rest in peace. <laughs> um, and I've got the um, recipe for the World Eaters that we did on the course as well. Nice. And well, I've just been adding to it bits on, there. Bring your recipe yep. books. We can share recipes. As well yeah. As yeah. You know, I'm not, awesome. I, hate, I hate secret squirrel recipes. Recipes should be shared freely <laughs> yes, and with love, you know. So I will yeah, try and remember painting. to bring my... Bring my uh, my recipe. Corona book. recipe hangout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> swapping notes and, and model counts yeah. will be the way forward. Right, but yeah, let's uh, let's rock on with the main segment, man. Let's get stuck into the yeah. Let's do that centenary. The juiciness. the centennial centennial yeah. main segment. Yeah, this should be <laughs> hilarious. Well, that being the case, then we're going to give everybody who's listening to this a break by putting some music in here. So we will be right back with our main segment, more cast members and lots of banter and chat talking about hundred episodes of Ranging Heresy and the future to come. Uh, yeah. Right after this song, we'll be right back. Uh, as you can tell, there's some new voices added into uh, the choir of who we have here tonight. So as we're recording this separately from the introduction and the outro, uh, I'm going to introduce everyone else again very quickly. So to my left, I have Pele. Of course. 
of course. To the left of my left, I have the lovely Henry. Hello. Hello. To my right, I have the, the returning Christopher. The returning, is that my fucking noun? Hello, I'm a blemmy today. Google it. Google blemmy. Yay. And to the right of my right, <laughs> still atop his throne and, and, you know, keeping us all in line or trying to, is Freddy. Hello. He <laughs> broke his mic again already. No, he said, broken my mic. He said <laughs> hello so happily, with so much happiness and joy to be able mic, to make Freddy? us all feel better. There's nothing wrong with my mic. fucking mic. What's wrong Did with you? Did you shout it out? No. I said hello. It's so broken, like the sound. Is it? Yeah. Look, people don't listen to Varangian Heresy for the high quality sound, all right? So I wouldn't worry no, if about they, it. If they did that, you could stop the for first three words. People don't listen to Varangian Heresy. No. No. How can it be broken? I'm, I'm fucking confused. Anyway, right, let's get on with this. So tonight, we are. this is our 100th episode. You've already made it through the um, the meandering intro, so we're all here. We all know what we're doing, and we know why we're, what we're going to be talking about. Yes? No, of course not, because that never happens on this podcast. Um, so, well, we're, we're going to start off. Y'all, with... y'all get show notes? <laughs> yeah, shut up. I did show notes for this one, all right? Back off. Yeah, mate. I tried I to open them, but they weren't. Uh, oh, God almighty. I'll right. my show notes. Oh, please. We get there when we get there, okay, kids? Don't make me turn this car around. Uncle Jody, Freddie poked me. He said 4th oh. edition fancy is better than 6th edition. Mm, everyone knows that's true. We are not starting this, kids. For the love of God, we are not starting this. Anyway, you swear to God, you're going to turn this entire podcast around. <laughs> I've done it once. I'll do it again. Um, so, yes, a hundred episodes of us rambling on about hobby, what we like, what we don't like, uh, how we do things, how we wouldn't do things, um, and complaining and just generally having a bloody good time. Um, but it started somewhere. And I thought we'd start off with uh, actually just going back over how Freddie and I ended up in this position. Um, <laughs> Lube, will, and a lot of confusion. Pretty no, much, yeah. to be fair. Um, plus, plus a Facebook post, actually. It all started with a Facebook post. That's um, true. It is very true, because we had uh, way back when, and I think it was when, I can't remember if it was the first Lincoln or not, Freddie? It was the first Lincoln ever. I just it got was. back from, uh, well, I just moved here from Australia. And we had, like, the first link on. Uh, I just, that was basically, like, the first ever heresy event as well. Yeah, I mean, you... It was before out... the schism with uh, some of the other communities. But let's leave the schism we'll leave the later, schism okay? play. But anyway, so, yeah, I remember that holding link on and stuff, and then suddenly out of the blue, some weird fucking idiot in his... Message me in English. Some yeah, say so I happen to have some terrain if you want to borrow it, and nothing um, happened because I couldn't make it to Link on that year. But we'd made contact that way, um, and I made friends with a few other people on on Facebook by you know like we all do, basically buying things online and going, haha, now you're my friend on Facebook. Tough. <laughs> um, and we ended up. Um, it got to a point where I blame. JP, by the way, for this and the two-week hobby challenge over the on the Age of Darkness, because I'd come back from England just before Christmas with the new um, Heresy box set with the Calf box set as a Christmas present from my old man, and I was ready to go. And 
I was like, I've got to do lots of painting, but I don't want to do this on my own. So I put a Facebook post out saying, who wants to do a Skype call and, you know, chat about heresy and paint and stuff? And that's where you and I first sort of connected, wasn't it, Freddie, on, on, on that very first Skype call? Yep, that's right. And there was, who else was on there? There was uh, Jens, who was doing the uh, Northern Heresy podcast. And of course, the lovely Christopher, who was part of the original crew. Uh, yeah. He jumped on as well, and for like two two weeks in a row, we did this call, uh, this little Skype chat for painting. And I was, I remember, I was actually talking with well, now my ex wife at the time, and I was like, I think I'm going to do a podcast. And she was like, Go for it. And I was like, oh, Fair enough, then you know, try and be excited. <laughs> the for first it. and last time she was positive. <laughs> well, she's got corona recently, so I think that's secondly the second time she's been positive, but. You know, at least one was supportive. Well, uh, see, seeing as both of y'all have been married, I think that was really the classy response to have there. It's yeah. as classy as I'm going to get tonight, so let's yeah. just live with it. <laughs> but uh, no, so we ended up um, we ended up sort of chatting uh, and sort of doing that. And I remember going, I'm going to do this. And so I messaged the guys and literally Jens. And my idea was like Jens, Freddie, Chris, me, stellar lineup. And of course, Jens goes, well, I'm starting a podcast with my friend from the north in like this week, so I can't join in. I was like, bollocks. <laughs> so I just... So you did the rational thing, blocked him, said you're dead to me, and you never spoke to him again. No, no, that was me. That, that was sorry. you. That was Freddie. I was just like, don't you love me? And then we made it for a while, and it was okay. Um, but we jumped into our very first episode, and that's, that's literally how we started. It was you, me, and Chris having next to no clue... Me going right, I have Horace does well. I'm lifting their format <laughs> because I don't know how else to do this, and I don't have a voice like JP, so I'm not doing the whole book and dramatic reading thing. And yeah, a hundred episodes later, we find well, Freddie and I are still here. Chris has gone off to do the world, the as far as I know, wildly successful Old World Lives podcast. It's and, amazing, I've heard. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Um, so you've heard, but you know you need to get rid anything. of that other Chris. Yeah, it's true. They should have a no Chris's club because then you're allowed one. I'm just saying. Hey, uh, Freddie, how's yours. that fourth edition fancy podcast coming along? <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, all right. Back down, children. Back down. Uh, and then, so yeah, we we're still here. We've been chugging along for a hundred episodes. Chris made it into the seventies, maybe eighties. I don't yeah. remember. Um, Till about the same time, uh, fantasy had like a massive resurgence because he's always been like yeah. a massive, like he's he's pure. Oh, he's well into his fantasy stuff. Yeah. Fantasy. And uh, I'm super happy to see his his um, Instagram going well, and he's having fun doing it. So that that's awesome. Um, we've picked up extra bodies along the way. I mean, <laughs> Mag Magnus joined in for a while, and he's been super busy. We've had Eric, who can't join us tonight, but he's part of the team as well, and. He's on from now and every now and then, and I decided to go and have a two-year sabbatical for reasons. And Chris and Pella then jumped in, and you know they've kept the lights on. And uh, Henry has just been all-round dude since we did the first painting course. Has been part of the team, whether he likes it or not. I hey, God, Henry's here. I quite like it. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come back. I mean, God, you know, there's, there's, God knows there's no other reason to. 
No, um, true. It's not like we do any quality content or anything. It's just, <laughs> you know, you know. You're a nice bunch of chat. Mm-hmm. Like you go over each other and just, you know, talking shit about custodes and whatever else we feel like, to be honest with you. Fucking custodes. Yeah. We said yeah. earlier, I'm really glad it's made it to 100 because it did. There was a wobble. Like lots of podcasts have had it. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, and, and whether that's heresy ones or, or, or other podcasts. But, mm. you know, the last, as I think as we're all getting older, you know, Heresy's what a decade old now. Yep, you know, yep that's, a, is, that's yeah. a significant like shift in people, isn't it? There's that's often like, oh, I'm not at college anymore now. I've got a real job, or I'm, you know, I've, I've had kids, or I, whatever. So it's not surprising like you get drop offs right. and stuff. But I'm I'm glad that we we sort of, and I do say we because I'm fairly sure I've been on just about every other one for yep. the last year or so. Anyway. <laughs> I think you've been on way more than I yeah, have. But it's, oh, you know, it's, it's just nice. It's, 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 uh, I think one of the things Varangian always, always, I, I enjoyed about it was it, it had that feel of, you know, and I, like a many people I imagine didn't at the time ha- have a hobby group as it were, you know, I, I was quite uh, transient with work and all the rest of it, but Pog's podcasts were, were a great, like, along with forums and Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Podcasts really felt like sitting, listening to your mates hobbying and you, mm-hmm. you felt part of a, of a community more so than just the generic global heresy community, whatever that means. Yeah. But you, you know, the, the, the Varangian one was like, you know, you, you talk about guys you were playing or, you know, hobbying with and stuff. And you started to know and recognize people's names and the armies they played. And it meant that when I first came over to meet you guys, it was bizarre because it actually felt like there was about 10, 15 people I already sort of knew, yeah. um, which which was really nice. And I think that's probably why I stuck with, with Varangian was because it, it did always feel quite charmingly amateur. And just, <laughs> you know, just like a that's group an of mates beautiful recording it, right? <laughs> dig at the same time. And I, that sounds like I a fucking it. review of my sex life, Henry. <laughs> I wish that was a review of my sex life. <laughs> You need to get know, five reviews or more. Sorry, there's a, there's a, it's yeah, good, man. I like it. It's 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 meant only with with love and admiration. It really is. And taken that way, mate. And definitely <laughs> taken that way. And it's kind of funny because what I think for for me, and I don't know about Freddie, but I think one of the biggest outside of the events that I mean, to be fair, Freddie was running events before we started the podcast, and they naturally sort of came together. Um, you know, with like the first Scandus and everything, and there's tales about that, and you know, many, many other things as we've gone along, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. But um, tests. yeah, there's all that. Uh, but there was definitely when we did the first painting course over here, and we, you know, um, that got set up, and for all its all the shenanigans around it, and all the all the little problems here and there, that was a massive boost to uh, not just the hobby but to our little community as mm-hmm. well great because really it was oh it's an amazing weekend it was great to to obviously meet yourself and matt was part of the it was part of the mka group at that point that was that was when that was going on then obviously things changed a bit later on but um we had a quiz fracking weekend mm-hmm. we did the whole um, live recording of the quiz, which you can go back and find. <laughs> I can't remember which episode uh, it is. The fucking terrain building contest. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh the, what was it? wasn't there like a cage for sluts or something? I'm, I'm going to guess it was either Bjorn or, or Morton who did the 
thought it was Jordan Eric at that one. I can't that remember which right, one it was. Yeah. The, the Slaneshi uh, <laughs> themed base, yeah. The Slaneshi fighting pits or whatever it was. And that was that literally came out of the fact that I had bags and bags of random shit I collected for months for scenery that I was never going to get around to. And I was like, we need something to do in the evening when we do the quiz. I know, let's do a build-off. And I just had shit lying around. It was like rattle cans. And, it was a lot of fun. You know, and yeah, it was we're hoping to do something not similar this year, a bit more than just a, a painting class. We're hoping to have something. So hopefully we'll... we'll um. We'll t- and by we I mean the podcast and, and and us. Like hopefully we'll we'll have an announcement on that in a few weeks' time. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more in a bit as well because that's that's something I want to talk. I think we need to talk about. I mean, Freddie, early days, mate. You got oh, any memories? Early days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, memories no, no, no. yeah, It's pretty crazy though. Like I, I remember actually moving. I, I bought the first book when I was in Afghanistan. As soon as we were released, I made sure that like I, I. I I wire transferred money to my mates and told them as soon as it was released, you need to order it and need to get it sent. And because I was knowing I was going to have my leave in Sweden, uh, it, it got sent to my like my old old parents' address. So besides becoming a, a dad, I also got book one in my in my little grubby hands. You had it more than one way, as well. More than one way. <laughs> and you have had no money ever since. No, no, my, no, that's true. Be daddy. <laughs> But but I think like it all started like uh, coming back and I started listening a bit to the Eye of Horrors podcast. They were kind of like the first kids on the block. Yeah. And I, I remember getting deployed to Africa, to Mali, and I downloaded heaps of episodes on my work computer that I brought over. So I could listen to like uh, episodes. And then, and then I know I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I ended up being on the show, like interviewed because I was doing Lincoln. Yeah, that was it. And was it. and I went on the show, and then they keep calling me to ask me to come back because apparently they thought it was funny having a Swedish Australian for some weird reason. And it just went from there. And then we started having our own podcast. To be fair, mate, it was the first time that anybody from Australia had been sent willingly to another country, unlike their history. <laughs> Love you, boys. <laughs> True. Uh, but it is. Uh, I, I've been playing a lot of like. I remember like Pell and I. We we grew up with Second Ed 40k basically. Like we mm-hmm. dabbled a little bit in Rogue Trader, but we just played Second Ed 40k and fucking um, Fourth Ed. Uh, um, best fantasy. Ed fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Best yeah. Ed fantasy. Remember yeah. that, like, because I know Pell, didn't you have the High Elephant Goblin box thingy? Uh, Back in the day, yeah, was it me? I, had... I kind of fucking remember. I still have the box, so maybe we both got the box. And I'm trying Pella... to find out: Did he steal it from you or someone else? No, no. I think that I think. Of course, well, we maybe, had a box. We maybe, probably had a box. Maybe Effo had a box first, and then I got a box, and you got a box. But but I know that you bought the first Necromunda box. Yeah, because we, we played a lot of Necromunda. And you you were Goliath, and I was was uh, epic. I think actually, first oh, epic, space friends. Yeah. Epic Space Marines, and then uh, 4K Second Edition. Yeah, because didn't we get that for Christmas back in like '94 or some shit? Because I remember listening to Guns N' Roses, uh, Metallica, and Bon Jovi while I was opening the box. We probably have listeners who weren't even born then. You know that, right? <laughs> Maybe they're like googling what is a Gun and Rose. I, 
opening a box of Warhammer and listening to classic rock doesn't really narrow it down, though, does it? <laughs> it could be yesterday. It's not going to narrow it down. And I was going to say, um, how long does it take you to open a goddamn box if you're listening to all that music? <laughs> but, you know, that's not neither here nor there. No, it wasn't. Was it? Uh, I can tell you, kids. Uh, it was Metallica's Black Album. Oh yeah, it was the Metallica Black Album. You're yeah, right. that's oh, one. Amazing Sad album. but true. So close actually. To, I remember yeah, so close. No matter how far, mm-hmm. couldn't be much more from the heart. <laughs> oh, those were the days. But anyway, so I played a lot of games. Played a lot of historical. Uh, played a lot of Flames of War actually uh, before uh, Heresy came back, and I think that Heresy was. Because I was on my way out of 40k and just going knee deep in in historicals, like a lot of fog, a lot of uh, flames of war and stuff like that. And heresy just, I don't know, for some reason it just kicked everything back again, like the good old days. So it, everything just felt like I was a kid again. It was everything you dreamed of because you've been fantasizing. Like the last project I had in 40k, which I think is. 6th edition or 7th edition no, and I did like a, and I actually back for all you kids once upon a time you could order every <laughs> single myth, miniature or bit from Games Workshop like the troll awesome. train or whatever yeah, and anyway. in the, the stores store, took <laughs> the catalog and this <laughs> and that and this and that they had like hardback catalogs uh, like in old White Dwarfs at the end of uh, White Dwarf there was like pages upon pages on of like codes with each individual metal miniature and their bits. So for this mm-hmm. custom Dark Angel army I did, I ordered Cypher, like the first one in metal, the backpack, which has like a like kind of like a Dark Angel wings on the side. Yes, the wing motif. Oh, yeah, the big so I dropped motif, yeah. like three hundred pounds just on backpacks. Dude. And, <laughs> and, I did, and I converted like normal plastic marines together with uh, Chaos Marines. Because back, I think it was like a fifth ed. Uh, they had like those chaos uh, marines that you could actually um, change shoulder pads and stuff. Because before that, they were like all uh, old. Yeah, first classic one was fifth ed. Yeah, was it okay? Yeah, before that, you had like the super weird. You know, the power fist was like a splayed hand with huge proportions. Was the only multipoles, wasn't it? Well, there were multipoles, but the head was stuck to the fucking torso. Yeah. Was it? Oh, and, and you only had arms, arms, legs, and uh, shoulder pads. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Henry, but I'm pretty sure that was like the arms were loose, but the torso Correct. was like one piece, like one the legs, molded the legs, piece. The torso and the head. Yeah, were, that was one big one. One, cause, one piece. Yeah. Yeah, because oh. the upgrade kit for like the Night Lords is the same one, but in fine cast. Yeah. So you can remove the arms. Yeah. But so these were like the new, because I remember. Uh, Getting like the new plastic set where where they were, you can mix them with the the Mark Seven. Is it Seven? Fuck I'm Yes, it's Mark, Mark Seven. 8, is it Mark Seven? Is it a Mark, Mark 8? Seven? It's oh, Mark Seven. Yeah, Mark Eight is one with the raised gorget. Oh, okay, I'm with you now. So Mark Seven. Uh, so you could actually swap swap them together. So what I did is like I did a heresy stuff once. I used all the torsos with all the cables. Uh, and intermixed like the chaos ones with the cables ones you get from the normal marines as well. So you could, I intermixed the entire box sets, and I did like uh, I played them with my chaos codex, like the really shitty one from uh, I think in fifth ed. Did they even get a new one? I think they just got a new one. Yeah, one. they got one in fourth and fifth. Yeah. Fifth was the really shitty one with uh, the crypts yeah. and slaughter. 
when you're thinking oh, yeah, a new yeah. one. But, but the main thing is you could have squads with 20 men. Yeah, that's from Fifth Dead. Yeah, so it was like 20 men squads, and uh, so because like they haven't changed their organization from the heresy, so they were really large squads, but they didn't have that shit that if they fall back, they could regroup again, like uh, and they shall know no fear, because apparently Chaos Marines that live in the fucking warp, they feel fair. So yeah, they, they forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, they forgot. They forgot about it. Um, about being fearless. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of imagine if you did live in the warp for a while, you might learn what fear was. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, go, you go from a universe where you're the biggest, baddest thing in it to the warp. You know, I feel like you should grow inundated to fear, not like a Call <laughs> of Cthulhu character, more like you know, like an '80s action hero. You go to the fridge, yeah. you grab a beer, and like some weird anthropomorphic personification and of you, a phallus tries to eat you, and you're like, "Fuck off, Dean." And you have your pistol in a pizza carton. Yeah. Obviously, and you clean it while you eat the pizza slices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just eat around that fraud corpse. Yeah, yeah, I know the drill. Yeah. No, but anyway, so that, that's that's like one of the first heresy stuff uh, that I did. And uh, so I've always been in love with it. Ever since I read the first parts of Heresy, like in uh, Adeptus Titanicus and in Space Marine and in Rogue Trade, like the small ones. But my actual thing that got me really hooked on Heresy was Second Ed Chaos Codex. That's where my like interest in Heresy really started to get. Like I wanted to know like what happened with the Legions. You got to see the Legion list. Like you had that in Rogue Trader as well. But like in the Second Ed, it was it, it was. This, this story, finally, like with the second ed, you had that Codex Imperialis or whatever it's called. You remember that book about the stories? Mm-hmm. Like the history of the Imperium and the history of each race and shit? Yep, uh, yep. But like that was really good and that started me interesting. So I started playing uh, Chaos then as well. And then when fucking second ed Chaos Codex came out, and you started reading, and then then suddenly you had like uh, night lords, you had iron warriors, and all that shit, like properly explained, and it went through like each and every chapter, putting quotation mark. It, I don't know, it's been something that's always fascinated me in the Warhammer 40k universe mm-hmm. since I started reading that. So it's just crazy. No. What was the question again, Jody? <laughs> I was going to say, there was a question. I was going to say, memories of the early days of the podcast. Maybe oh, sorry. Not, not not memories of the early days when I was a, a toddler. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go, go back. I blame to having too much alcohol tonight. Um, some sentimental. Memory is in a straight line, Jody, to be okay. fair. Well, the first memory of the podcast was that you contacted me, and I thought that was a cool idea, and, and we just did it. Yeah. And I was doing it in the fucking laundry. Yes. Oh, God, your laundry. Yeah, <laughs> on my phone. Yes, yeah. the laundry room. I remember as well. Listening. Oh, that's classic laundry room was mm. laundry room was cla- peak classic TVH. <laughs> that was. I, whoever bought that house, I'm sorry. There's super glue the, on the fucking the laundry room. Sound bench. quality is only yeah. only improved since, right? Well, no, <laughs> yeah. not for Freddy. Just, just. I had one of those. Like, I even ordered one of those <laughs> Yeti blue ones that you told me to, Henry. It's right here on my fucking painting desk. I'm Try connecting and using it. it next time, Freddy. I am Not using it. Oh, okay, well. What the fuck? You know what we've we already need? established the quality yeah. of our audio is one of our charms. Now, now I'm fucking confused now. I'm going to make sure that I'm using it. Uh, honestly, Freddy, what... like the sound of your dryer just tumbling lonely in the background with the that you keep forgetting to niche and you telling uh, Chris that he doesn't have any friends because he keeps playing whack faggoty. That's just a part of the early days charm, I think. 
Yeah, it's true. It was it was definitely, and I like the use of the term charm because that that's um, yeah very encompassing. It's a good. Well, that's what the legal settlement told us to call it. It's so. true. Uh, it's true, but we weren't going to mention that just to keep the air of mystique going. But fair enough. Um, I want to hear Pelle's story about the early days. What? Story. The early days of the hair of the Varangian yeah. heresy. Early. You get the earliest. You get the uh, back from uh, Freddy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying no, to. No, I'm talking about myself now. How we sitting in my room or your basement and your parents' room? How the good. The basement you fucked up with that throwing that fucking tank. I have not I thrown story. a fucking tank. Everyone knows your... that you're a sore loser, especially when you were like fucking young as fuck. Tell this Ladies. story. What is this story? Oh, have you not heard it, it, Henry? No, no tell it. He's making it oh, up. Oh, it's beautiful. He claims that I throw a 50 millimeter French <laughs> t- World War One tank. Yes. In the wall in his parents' basement. Well, you tried to throw it at me. <laughs> But you missed it. It weighs like a fucking ton. (laughs) No, it's a lie. There's a massive hole that is shaped as a fucking French tank in the wall. No. (laughs) Well, it was now the hole. The wall isn't there yet. Pelle, I will always back you to the hilt, but you seem to know a suspicious amount of stuff about this tank that you allegedly did not throw. What? What did he say? You seem to know a lot about this tank. Yeah, he told me the story like 10,000 times. It's not true. Okay, well. It is not. I don't judge. I- I've played yes, against Freddy. Throwing a tank yes, in his head is just <laughs> justified. Of course you anyway. judge. Well, you have you here. Yeah, yeah, well, come on, it. please, Pella. Take, take things um, make sense. I lost my track of thing here. Oh, yeah. Freddy's Basement. Uh, second edition, 40k. That's where it all started. And you talked about second edition uh, Codex, Chaos Codex. And uh, if you guys listening here haven't read these second edition codices, all of them, do it, because they're full of fluff. It's wonderful books. It's true. Amazing artwork and brilliant oh, stories. Yeah. And like, because you had two kinds of lore as well, didn't you? You had like the the little cut out, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, flavor text. Each, is it called? Well, for each unit, right? Like just the like little, but you'd, you'd also have random little short stories, wouldn't yeah, you? Throughout the book. Short From nowhere, just brilliant. squeezed in into sidebar. Just. just brilliant uh, like wonderful yeah, yeah I, I, I really don't think they've bettered the format of no. of second like i think they do a lot of things better now but i really don't think they've bettered codex second edition codices yeah. yeah. and the army be. books which were identical like yeah 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 but was does... that the, uh, just a quick before we go back into the story was that around the time that they did the because i can't remember the time it wasn't second dead but i think it might have been third or fourth maybe when they did the warhammer release which had the bretonians and the so that was in. that was fifth ed yeah, fantasy yep. so that yeah. was you still that had six second ed you said bretonia versus listen was the first release for six dead warhammer fantasy battles six no, no, no. you're sure of that are you chris no no, no you, are we talking about the army books or the actual no the box the box, the box yeah. came before the six dead uh, bretonia they did two boxes. The second one was Orcs versus Empire versus like. So I think sworn, the reason I'm bringing it up is because yeah, I I'll Google sworn, it. Sorry, Henry, before I correct you. No the worries. Reason, the reason I bring it up is because I remember going to Games Day, and I could have sworn it was the box. We were there, dude. You and me. Who'd have thought yeah, it? We know, were there right? at the same time. We just we never knew all these years later. I know, isn't it? It's a beautiful love story um, over the ages. They have mate. this huge. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, diorama of of the. Bretonians sallying yes. forth out of one of the castles, and, and there must have been—I mean, there was hundreds oh, and hundreds so of knights good. in this lance. 
It was. But, um, so, I mean, that was yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason I remember it is because of the artwork, and I mm. remember getting um, some posters that I had signed by Mark Gibbons. Yes. And it was Lame. when you talk yeah. about artwork. I mean, yeah. that was. I had that box cart. Box cut, uh, box cover art, and it was really funny because when I was when I was lined up, just a quick side story. When I was lined up to get his signature, I had like three posters. He looked at me, signed one with his full name, and then did his um, artist stamp, the MG on the other two, and just looked at me and I went fair. <laughs> yeah, Henry, you're right. Fifth Dead, late Fifth Dead, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battles, 1996. Yeah, good times. Was that Britannian and Lizardman? Yeah, because yeah. I was just bringing it up because of the artwork at the time. You mentioned this, the the artwork. Yeah, but tell a story. We keep yeah. interrupting him. That's why I'm going back to it. I just wanted to mention the artwork <laughs> and the fact that I got to see one of the artists. Shut up, Chris. This no, never. We talk about Game Stay 1996. I wasn't there. Well, you should yeah. have been. It's I wasn't even born. Let him leave him alone. That's what? bullshit. <laughs> anyway, he was playing games like, with me yeah. in my basement. Anyway, shut the fuck up, Chris. Don't interrupt. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually innocent for fucking once. No, nah, it's a lie. <laughs> okay, let's let's fast forward a little bit from our basements and uh, metal tanks and uh, dodgy stories. Attempted and, murders. Yes, no. Um, and I remember Freddy called me and yelling about horse <laughs> heresy. And you just have to see this and have to do that. And uh, about that time, I don't remember what I did. Probably played oh, 40k and what... historical games. Well, yeah. uh, Frederick forced you to play 40k with your Space Wolf and shit. Up in, uh, was it like Telefonplan? Yeah, I've had a fairly big uh, Tyranid arm as well. Mm -hmm. And I forced you to do this campaign with me. After... Yeah, anyway, uh, okay, you, know, you got the name first, first on the ship, so you got me some. Uh, Miniatures, uh, got to read your books. And okay, let's do it. But you know, the heresy struck me right from the beginning. This is just space marines with the space marines. What's the point with this? And anyway, and after like slapping you, Freddie said, <laughs> I like the artwork and decided to go for Death Guard. That's armor I never played before, actually. And normally, good choice. Oh. Hello, hello. I think we lost Pele for a second there. Oh God, I thought I, I thought I had a stroke or something. Yeah, Oh no, Pele, we've lost him. <laughs> Wait, he's going to come back in mid-sentence in three, two, no, one. A... No, apparently not. No, no he's offline. Uh, think it's a computer crash or something. That was oh, the no. best part of his story, though. Okay, Definitely. fair enough. If we've got the I best think part it's of the story, Death, Death Guard, I think, appeals to people that play uh, historical games. Yeah. Um, well, they're World War One. That's that sort of trench warfare Hello? vibe, isn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we can hear you, buddy. We were just we we lost oh. you. We all thought we'd had a stroke. Yeah, I could <laughs> we hear all the time. Henry had a stroke. Yeah, uh, it's like being in a coma. I guess I could hear you talking, but you could hear me. It's very <laughs> weird. Uh, where did you lose me? You started playing Death Guard. Yes, then I died. Apparently. Yeah. Anyway, I like the artwork. Um, the trench World War One warfare. Speaking of World War One again, I guess was something appealing there. And from there, it's just rolling on. I the army just started growing bigger and bigger. I couldn't really stop. Uh, I think my first uh, event was that Lincoln event we talked about. Mm -hmm. 
uh, has to be that one. Yeah. And the rape van. Then the rape van. Was the rape van? No, the rape van was not there. No, <laughs> we took true. all the terrain from that uh, game. <laughs> in no, your but... fucking car, didn't we? <laughs> My fucking Toyota. <laughs> it was plastic <laughs> every fucking where. Uh, I remember driving home uh, from the event, tired as fuck, and really like thinking, okay, if I crash, they have it. Fault. <laughs> they With have my last really issues. What the fuck has this dude in his car? Because <laughs> it's fucking plastic. Impaled by a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Impaled by a Titan. In... Yeah. Oh, that would have been. That would have been a classy way to go out, to be fair. Yeah, yeah so Sean, I've seen it several go. times before. These guys were playing Horus Heresy, and they all have these Titans, and they just come from the back and impale you in the back of the head. It's actually very normal around these parts. Yes, yes, I've seen it all. What's yes. funny is I can, I can, I can imagine, uh, what is it, Joachim Marowitz writing that out as a ticket yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Death by Heresy. Yeah, there was already 1,000 points of heresy models. Lifts 10,000 points out and walks off. Sergeant, wasn't there something called a Titan? But it has to be awesome to be killed by a Titan, by the way. Yeah. Have you felt the weight of, a, of an actual Warlord Titan? That could do yeah. the job. Well, it's uh, at least killed by a Titan 30,000 years in advance. That would be awesome. Yeah. 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 No, but <clears throat> stop interrupting Pele. Yes, I lost track of my store again. I was going home from uh, Lincoln with my car full of plastic train and my uh, death car army. And, and uh, uh, hungover Freddy. No, you were not in the car. Was it? No, no you had your way. car uh, full of train. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, people, I guess. I love the I shock note of Freddy thinking he wasn't hungover after Lincoln. Yeah. Um... No, he wasn't. He was just shocked he wasn't in Pele's car. That's why he was shocked. <laughs> anyway, uh, after that, uh, just start growing. You know, heresy live by itself almost. Mm-hmm. And that Death Guard army you, I talked about is now like 10,000 points strong. Nice. Yeah. Just Death Guard, no knights, no mech allies or anything. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, cool. How many functions? Hobby perspective. You know, the Death Guard, that was the first time I actually trying to use Wedren techniques and uh, you reading the tutorials on web pages and YouTube. How oh, do you do that? You do that. You look good. Uh, you look awesome uh, on the Death Guard. And uh, you got the first introduction to airbrushing. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn how, when you learn to handle that, you take a big step as well. Because I guess everyone is like that, more or less. You have to evolve sometime for sooner or later to doing the same thing for 10 years. We're talking about or seven years, eight years, or whatever it is. It's going to be, you're probably going to grow tired of it some, and do something else. But says hobby-wise, the mm-hmm. legions are the legions, but hobby-wise, you have, have constantly evolved um, hobby-wise building better, painting better, so it still feels like I'm moving on. I'm not standing there. I think that's mm-hmm. these two components. It's a fun game. It's a great community. And hobby-wise, you evolve all the time. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the thing mm. of this well, community. You... That's nothing to do with this uh, podcast, by the way. It's four things that... <laughs> Nothing at all. It's not like we've done anything to help try and move the hobby forward in this area. No, whatsoever. no, 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 no at all. 
Shush you. <laughs> so I guess that's my short hobby story. When did I jump into the podcast? I just for me. So it should have been like two and a half or three years ago. Yeah, I was there talking about Death Guard. You were, yeah. yeah you were on the Death Guard episode. Yeah. yeah and oh, uh, still those episodes. Episode 25. Oh, that's early. No, really? I have no fucking idea. I just want to seem semi professional. Okay. <laughs> episode but, uh, <laughs> no, it, it was pretty early, though, because it was. Uh, I think that I had we had you on for like uh, after action report on yeah. uh, an event, and then we had you on for the Death Guard special. I yes. think it would have been around the twenties. Uh, we or even 30s. had you on for like the Night Lord special as well. Uh, well I yeah, I was there too. That, that was like the first time Christopher was on as well. Uh, no, I was on a bit before that. Uh, I was on for like one of the early. It must have been the second Scandus one, but we'll get to me later. So just you weren't on like yet. one of the special first? Uh, no, that was later on. Mm-hmm. You guys had me on for like one of the Lincolns too. Cool. Well, I just That's... harassed Jody and was like, hey, let's get this guy in there and see if he chokes. Oh, God damn it. He keeps going. True. It's yeah. very true. You just won't shut up, won't you? Yeah. I'll shut up when I stop having interesting things to say. So <laughs> next line, probably. Yeah. Yeah, so true. there yeah. I got there that Death Guard. Death Guard and after after action reports, and now I'm here all the time, almost all the time. Episode fifty-two. Sorry. 52. There you go. Well, so. I tell you what, I'm going to use that as a little bit of a, a little bit of a segue because we've also, um, as part of the hundredth episode, I put a thing out in our pod, our Facebook podcast group. If you're not part of the podcast podcast group, you should be the Rangian Heresy podcast group. Come and find us. We have we do try and have some fun in there as much as we can, and we ask weird questions. And we also have a Discord. To, we have a Discord. That's the other thing I was going to mention, but you got there already. Perfect. Which leads us to we got some fan questions, ah. listener questions, however you want to put it. Um, and we've already seen we've already answered half of one, which was from the lovely Kim uh, Sorensen, um, and he wanted to talk about you know how we did things first of all and how things started. Um, and his second part of his question, because I'm going to try and stealthily tie this into something else in a minute. Now, we, the funny thing is, we already did part of this in the intro, but we'll tr- now we've got more people here, we'll do our best. Can you guys talk about all the Primarchs and where they all are uh, now that we have them all as models? What are your thoughts on the Primark models now we have all ooh, of them, ooh, basically? Do Henry first. Do Henry first. Because then we can all add on and seem smart. But didn't we... We we talked about this, didn't we? In the, yeah, in the intro, we did. Do, do we not cover this? Well, we, we covered did, like our favorite. Th- we did three our top models. three. <laughs> Which between all of us covered pretty <laughs> much most of the. Yeah, I know. I covered most. Of, I just feel bad by not actually bringing this up. If we, you know, doing this. So what's this. the actual question? How, what do we think about all the the Primarchs now that they're all there? Um, yeah, I think they're cool. I think it took way too long, and I think they look inconsistent. But I think individually they're all cool models, and I hope if you collect them that you're chuffed to bits with your mini. Um, but that would be my feeling about most of the heresy stuff, or any hobby, any miniatures range that spans ten years with the advent of computer-aided design and, and plastics and, and all the rest mm. of it. But um, yeah, I, I you know that they they the. Objectively, the sculptors did a, a fantastic job. I don't think there's a bad one among no. them. No. Um, they were never going to live up to everybody's expectations. Um, but 
yeah, I'm, I think they're they're brilliant. I think it's amazing we have them. Um, and I don't know whether I want to see them done again or not. Um, or maybe maybe I'd rather see you know that energy elsewhere. I don't know. Two poses, one dynamic and one static. Mm. Mm. That's what I yeah, that's what Freddie said for years, right? Mm-hmm. I quite like there was a little rumor. I don't know whether it came from a discussion at a weekend or something where they supposedly mentioned they might look at doing a helmeted head and and, a, and an unhelmeted head for each one. Primark um, upgrade kit. But you know, I, I think I think many things were said, and I think many many things have changed. Um, mm. Yeah, I remember. I, I tell you, what, I remember on that topic. I remember seeing a Facebook post from like an independent uh, studio inverted commas because I don't know what classes is a studio these days, um, where they were planning on doing it. And I think, if I remember rightly, Eric Allman got one done for his Corax model via these people. Yeah. I can't Maybe. remember the name of the of the group, but I know he had one done. And that was. Yeah, I, no, thought yeah, that I, was re- I remember. Cool. I remember. Yeah, there's that. But actually, um, because to be fair, we have covered a lot of it in our in our intro. Um, one thing we didn't get is Chris. Top three Primark models. G- going from least favorite to top favorite. Well, not least favorite. I, I guess we'll top go from three, like I my top want. three favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess number three for me. I um, just want to squeeze one of the later one in there. I uh, controversial pick, I fucking guess. But when I think of the heresy, I think of the following Primark models. And number three is probably going to be Lionel Johnson because mm-hmm. I like the sculpt and I like like the cheeky little. This is a shitty reason. I like the cheeky little Night Lord on his base, just running at him with a Volkite fucking Serpenta. Like this is the one they'll do it, guys. I promise. <laughs> I think the sculpt is good. Him. The fit's good. <laughs> It's like Henry said, they went from hand sculpting these guys by hand in clay to a primer to a primer model, and now they're 3D printing them. And yes, in some of the facial expressions and the body structures, you could like, the human spine doesn't look like that. But I'm not, Jen, this isn't me like pitying myself or being self derogatory. I'm not artistically inclined, like most of you guys. So I'm willing to just chalk it up to artistic interpretation. Because as we all know, the Primarchs are seen differently by different people. That's part of like the Emperor's DNA. So yeah, I'm willing cool, to just, right? yeah, they're I'm willing to cool attribute like some leeway to it. Number they three, just, anyway, yeah. Lionel Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, Mortarian, because that's the first Primark I ever owned and then sold. Because uh, originally I was going to do Death Guard for those of you who remember that long ass chat. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I like it. I mean, I I think he should have a helmet though. That's one of those models where helmets would probably be well used, or maybe at least. <laughs> The like face mask on. He always has a fucking rebreather on him. Yes, you could argue he's like he's lost it in a battle or like he's in a war zone where he doesn't need it, but it's so integral to the character. Despite that, I really like it. It's a cool sculpt, it's dynamic, and you look at it and you really agree that that's him. I'm actually gonna give him a tight place with the Magnus Red. I have a lot of fond memories of the Thousand Sons. Even tried to play them. Especially you know, in Son Metallus with the Shepherd. yeah, no. <laughs> I remember, I remember that, but I like it. I think it's one of the few models where molded on energy effects are wholly optional and they still look really good because you just put it on a scenic base. It's mm-hmm. a cool model. Uh, number one pick, sorry, Pelle, it's going to be a joint place again. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. of course, Conrad Curse. I like how he sort of looks down on you. It's everything I expected from a Conrad Curse model and it's really cool, but also Angren. 
It's the first one, and it's still an iconic piece. Yeah, it's a bit smaller than the other ones. Okay, yes. It's a bit, but just the facial expression on that Angren, I can see him coming from a ramp descending from Thunderhawk, just giving out an angry bellowing roar and charging into like the vestiges of Coral City. It's such a good fucking sculpt. It's visceral. It has that primal energy you expect from Angron. You can see him having like bronzed details from the early Roman era. It's it fits in. No, don't ask me which Roman era, you fucking history nerds. I'm not that good at it. Uh, I don't know. Hadrian. Well, okay, Hadrian isn't early. I don't fucking know. Sulla. Sulla's reign. The original tech dictator. It's a cool model. It looks good. And the axes are fucking dope. Also, yeah. he, has, he has the most dynamic scenic base because you have these dying marines trying to crawl away from him, flying away, dying. Uh, I should know because I used a bunch of those just to make like my Night Lord's uh, Dead Men's Barricades. It's a yeah. great sculpt and it holds up to this very day. So but, any any more in your top three, Chris? I mean, just yeah. The five. Competitive yeah, runner-up, it's got to be Fulgrim. Just, just <laughs> and I mean, yeah. Horus was good too. So I guess, yeah. So that's yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's the I'm other gonna, 12. I'm going to throw in a hot take here. I'm going to throw in a hot take. I think the Horus one is okay, but not great. All right, Flip, what I said, I'll buy you one right now off the yeah. Forge website. You, have, you don't own any of them. I'll buy you one. What one would you like? It's the oh, lion, shit. isn't it? No, no. Yep. Oh, shit. Is. I'm going to say... You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say fucking Mortarion. Mortarion. Okay, cool. Mortarion. Also, thank you, Henry. I, I'll take it in pieces. You can build it. Oh, I was Actually, oh, no. Mind. Sorry, Chris. Okay. The rest of us has to take <laughs> three picks, and you took five. Yeah, but, you know, I wasn't here for the intro. And also, yeah. one of the reasons I really like Fulgrim is because of Jimi Hendrickson, who's on, on The Old World Lives. Has, did you guys see the alternative head he did for Fulgrim? Yes. Incredible yeah. hobbyist. But that's six in your top three now. Yeah, yeah but the alternative he, head he did was that he got a green sculpt. He got a green stuff sculptist who literally made it a dick. He made a huge phallus just to put... No, I think that might have been Eidolon's head, actually. That was Eidolon's head, I'm pretty sure. Yes, He's got and a proper one redone for the face of. He got a closed mouth version done for, uh, for Thorgrim, if I remember rightly. Lightning round. Everybody has to say your favorite non Primark character series release. We already, already done, done that. that. We've already done that, mate. Now, look, I'm taking back over what? here, so shush no. now. No, <laughs> it's my now. turn to do my heroic uh, intro Shut origin up. story. Shut up. You get that later. No. Um, yes. Yes, God damn it! I put my foot down as the host. There, my foot is down. If you didn't hear that thunderclap, it's my size 12 hitting the floor. So... Is that like 37? Or... <laughs> no comment. Anyway, uh, one thing I did want to sort of segue into, because one of the cool things that... Talking about the history, but we did, we did talk about the first painting class, but I think what made me super happy was the second class that we did. Because not only did we get the sort of uptake but it obviously brought henry back it brought over cult of paint new endeavor um and everything you guys was you guys were working on and it brought over andy brought andy into the fold of of friends of the show and just generally part of the community and it it i don't know if re-energized the hobby is the right way of putting it but it definitely gave it one hell of a kick in the ass because not only did we have returning people, but we had new guys and girls coming in and learning and doing stuff. I was, yeah, I loved it. And and 
yeah, Henry, there's there's got to be more coming from Cult of Paint this year. I mean, you've got obviously global bastard out of the way and everything. You're sort of yeah, man, you're that, back up in history, up and running, dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, decided it's over now. It was it was a lot of fun, man. Like coming over that first for the first one when I came over with Matt, we we did the MK one, and and it was it was a ton of fun. It was this weird um, uh, Texas barbecue restaurant type place, and, In the middle and of fucking it, was, again, it was quite early days with with all of it. And it felt again that quite fun sort of amateur, if you want to call it whatever. Like just it was a it was a. Uh, I think Heresy was on the cusp of getting really big, but it wasn't quite. Hadn't quite exploded, as it were. Um, I think you had people that were in it, and that was it. I don't think we were necessarily bringing in new blood a lot of the time. Um, but the the first class was a ton of fun, and then obviously between that and the second one, um, myself and Andy had created cold paint, and and you know it gone professional, and and yeah, it, it just exploded at the same time, I guess, as Heresy really. You know, I guess that would have been maybe we had Prospero perhaps had come out. I think oh, maybe around then, had, maybe something like so. Sure we, so had. we had, sorry, so we had Prospero as well as Calf, um, yeah. you know, and 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 I think what I liked as well is that we did it at the um, Scout Hut or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. which is which was this fun venue with the dungeon and and all the rest <laughs> of it. And it's just, I just yeah, very very fond memories, um, you know, of, of all the classes. I think I've been out four times to teach with you guys, four or five times. Um, yeah, like- I've always enjoyed it, and and I, you know, when I talk to people now, I still consider my heresy community is is the Swedish scene. It's still the only place I've ever played a tournament or an event or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so, you know, Sweden. So, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, and and it's it's nice to be able to contribute to a a community as well. Like with the painting classes, uh, it's it's not just taking your money. You know that that, that it's wanting to add value to a community and and meet new communities and and some of them you know you see them once and and that's it and you disappear off and you teach a bunch of new skills and people enjoy it and they go back and you know that's great and then you a handful of ones where it's perhaps a a very large community like it is over in sweden but they're all really engaged in it um and what i loved was that you'd have people come on a class and then they'd bring friends on the next one you know maybe weren't sure and, and they'd say oh no it was like this you know you learned this or it was you know you had this fun we got this drunk whatever um <laughs> yeah. and it's nice you know to go come back each time and there'd be a few familiar faces but new ones and that's so important um hmm. because i think it helps keep it keep it professional to a degree right so you know you, you're paying money you should expect a service um but there's still that nice uh atmosphere at the class where, you know, it, it, it's like me coming out and teaching a class in Sweden has a different feel to me teaching a class up in Incom or, or wherever like that. Yeah. Um, it's, so, I mean, yeah, you know, it was, it's, I must yeah, like I said, we, we had so much fun on the first one and then coming back for this, cause I've, I've personally managed to, uh, to make it to two coming back to the second one, like I said, seeing new faces and, and everything. I mean, what do we have? We had, Dan Stenart, who was who's part of the yeah the, the Dirty K group, and that's he was that's, the first yeah. one. And, and one, I mean, Dan's been one. on most of the classes I think I've done over there. Great guy, I, so, I yeah. really enjoy talking to Dan. Um, and I'm hoping actually to do possibly do a class with Dan's hobby group at some point as well. We were going exactly. To, yeah. We had it booked in, and then COVID hit. Um, yeah. But hopefully, we can we can get that back up and um, yeah. and it was it was you know as I said I I. 
I think the only people I'm really in touch with still from the heresy community, I think, are all guys that I've met from the Swedish classes, but the Danes or the Swedes from 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 the Swedish. Class. There's 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 a handful from the UK scene, but but you know it's, it's certainly more from the Swedish scene. Um, so I feel you know there's a lot of affection, and and therefore I'm very grateful to you guys, you know, at the Vrangian for sort of corralling that. And I I know you know considering relatively small gaming populace you know to have three certainly at one time you had three very healthy uh, heresy podcasts you know going on um it, it's it's a very exciting if you're into heresy sweden's a very exciting place to go and visit and, and play the game um and it helps obviously that you all speak impeccable english um which, <laughs> which just makes it really easy let's be let's be fair <laughs> freddie doesn't speak english he speaks australian so Some bizarre language, clear, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have obviously enjoyed it, because you keep asking me to come back, you know. So, um, and we keep selling out, which is great, you know. So, and, and we will keep doing that this year. We we will be back. I will be back, and I, I think some others will be back at least twice um, this year, maybe three times. All being well, you um, have to with a variety a variety of classes. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 gonna it's not stopping now. We've had a little enforced hiatus mm. uh, we've been chatting behind the scenes the entire time making sure once things are ready to go again we'll be we'll be back out there and hopefully mm. with a ton of exciting new energy and models and and all of that to come with with heresy too yeah well that's that's going to be something we move on to in a, in a minute which i think will be fun to, to talk about but what i do want to say is jody Oh my god, I keep thinking. <laughs> it's, it's always you, Henry. <laughs> I just I closed something on my no, computer. No. I was like, oh fuck, what have I done there? What have you broken me off for this time? Oh, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Jesus Christ, I was trying to be nice and everything to you, but fine, be like that. See if I care. <laughs> well, but uh, what what from like I said, we've got you for a short time. You've got to disappear at some point soon. Just Give a shout out for what Cult of Paint itself is doing because we very much want to support Cult of Paint anyway because you've done so much for us and it's great to support communities over communities. Yeah, well, so. So, I mean, so first and foremost, like I, I'm a Heresy fan. I, uh, you know, paint, play, hobby, read, all the rest of it. It's my, it's my along with the Warhammer Old World, it's my favourite setting um, to, to play games and hobby in. Um, and it's, I'm quite fortunate through Cult of Paint I get to, to do that that lots and lots of heresy communities because generally you have a lot of very invested hobbyists proportionately to in in the groups that's changing i've noticed over the years if i'm honest um but but i still think as a percentage of a group you've, you've probably still got more invested hobbyists in a in a heresy group um but uh yeah cult of paint we're, we're a, a, essentially a painting education um business um, so we provide online tutorials, we provide uh, so YouTube, Patreon, private tuition, uh, and then we do in-person classes, uh, again, all around the world and have done for years and years now. Um, it's just myself and Andy's his Cult of Paint, uh, and we have guest uh, guest artists come in and do some masterclasses with us and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, as I said, there's, there's been a bit of an enforced hiatus. It, it meant in-person classes stopped, so we learned how to record and, and put out online stuff, which was never something we intended to do. Um, but now it's, it's quite good fun. Um, and I know the patrons are all rather excited about heresy this year. 
Um, mm -hmm. So if you go over on YouTube, I think I think I probably covered half the legions on there. Some nice simple step-by-step -step recipes for, for getting not enough, it, not you know, enough. Getting, <laughs> getting, you, them, getting them on the table, and they they probably offer a good insight into a into a class. You're sort of getting maybe maybe fifty percent of what you get on on a class detail wise. Um, but I but I but I think you can still produce really lovely looking minis. You know, with a a, a good degree of of accuracy with, with replicating it um but the rest of those will all be up over the next month or two um so that that'll be good fun ready to start a whole new style i think for heresy 2 i'm, I'm certainly keen to to change up my painting style for heresy for heresy version 2 um mm -hmm. but yeah and then in, in person classes so you know not mm -hmm. to make it too much of a plug but yeah if you ever I want to hope. learn if you want to enjoy painting more that's what we're here for so if you ever got any questions just hit us up it'll only be me so um me answering so just yeah just fire, fire any questions you've got across or hopefully get get to a class if you can if we're near you and um be nice to meet you and it is yes very much a plug that was the whole reason of doing it <laughs> um, but i do also want to say um if you like consuming general hobby general painting and hobbying content uh i personally recommend the live streams that you guys do oh culture of paint yeah it's good fun man. Yeah. we're in our second year it's now a hell of a lot. A, i don't know i guess it's just like a painting chat show really um yeah it seems to work quite well I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it and we got we got a bit more organized this year and it's uh yeah we've got a very very exciting year coming up we've got some very big interviews uh over the year um that will coincide with certain events that are occurring um and yeah. sort of other 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 cool stuff um but i've, I've got uh, to say like one of the things it. i'm i'm most looking forward to is, is getting out to lincoln um mm -hmm. to see you guys you know to to probably run a a class but also just to get stuck in with the titans and and see what, what weird, weirdness freddy yeah. comes up with for the the 30k great armies um what was it last it was it was that sort of city fight style where you could have one tank uh, yeah was the last one was that. um but man like i love looking at pretty models online don't get me wrong but nothing beats armies like or close stuff on person. the table Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. the best, man. Best time um, walking around events, looking at them. Um, I really do. And, you awesome. know, the, well, the Swedish hobby scene is, is very strong. It is very strong. There's no arguments there. And I tell you what, we're going to go to another listener question now because you've mentioned it a couple of times and we've talked about it previously, is the uh, upco upcoming uh, quote-unquote heresy 2.0, whatever mm. that may entail. And uh, I've got a question here from Jonas, uh, Jonas Eng. And Jonas <laughs> is asking, uh, if they release a new edition, and theoretically they would release a, a plastic um, militia box we've got here, Ooh. what would you include in it and how would it be composed? How would you create a plastic militia box? What would you like to see in there? Man. I would have a mix of Kadashan parts, Cadian parts, like I guess, yeah, six of them like multi kit Bulgrin, Bulgrin Ogrin, uh, just some medicos too, I guess. And then you'd get like, do you know, you remember the old Space Marine Force Commander box you could buy for like 10, 10 pounds where you got all the options, like optional heads, optional bodies, optional arms, optional weapons. One of those, but solely for a human character. So you could build whatever insane force commander you wanted. That would be kind of cool. Ro 
Yeah, Megalomania Road Trader. We got that. Survive the Dark Age in some insane Tony Stark-esque or like Red Dynamo power armor. Not, we got to, that. Not to poo-poo-poo it, but isn't Necromunda kind of giving us oh, yeah. militia armor? Yeah, armies? it is. Like, yeah, you and, mean and, like the Rogue and, Outcast box that just came? Yeah, and then we've got the Ash Waste stuff coming up uh, later this year as well. Like, I just feel... Like, I was just wondering, actually, if, if they could do a... Because they've started doing the upgrade sprues in plastic now, haven't they, for the yeah. Necromunda? That, yeah. And I, I was just really wondering if, if there's one of the gangs that you could do a upgrade sprue for that would turn them into a, a you know, a, a slight more martial-looking force. Because, like, Necromunda stuff's cool, don't get me wrong, but it does look like a bunch of uh, civilians with guns a lot, of the, a lot of the time. And Militia's yeah. kind of somewhere between that and... You know, um, Imperial Guard or whatever. So, so... The, the lack plastic upgrade sprue could ostensibly be that because they have sleeker weapons. Oh, but I was thinking more, more which of the which of the of the gangs that you have, which of those would you produce the sprue for? Yeah, Vansar, maybe. Yeah. But they're a bit Orlok, too good. I think hasn't got much much yeah. charmer. Yeah. Yeah, but they so have I a wonder... lot of like shit in there, like a hammer, and they have like a chain on around the fist. But I wonder if you'll see Ash Waste Nomads, maybe. My one of my best hobby mates, Trevor, um, he's obsessed with the Rogue Trader era um guard models. He's just started re- re- recollecting. Great, great hobbies, red beard hobby. If you've not seen him on um, on Instagram, go and give him a follow. He's he's a brilliant heresy hobbyist. That's and, an expensive obsession, Henry. Um, it's not too bad, dude. Like really? comparatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I hope now it doesn't explode but yeah it's not it's not as bad as you you think it is um and he loves he loves the good uh henry he actually collect this uh old rogue trader plastic imperial guard yeah yeah fuck aren't they They're expensive <laughs> as fuck no nah, it's like it's, he got he picked up i think it's as long as you're willing to do a bit of um you know stripping and whatnot it's not oh, okay it's not too bad and he's found he, he does he the full monty for them yeah he got a box of, of the metal ones recently like you know odds and odds and sods and found uh i think it's stargrave um oh, produced, yeah. the, produced a sprue and the arms both look like the old rogue trader arms i'm sure not coincidentally and they fit the old rogue trader guard models really well so if you can get the old metals Strip them down, ping the bits off, then you can easily replace them with some new. Uh, I, I think, I think there's like, a, what is it like an American producer? Was it Mad Cat or Mad? What's it called? Like, yeah, mad... well, yeah I remember uh, that they have their last robot. guns and arms. Something, something robot, like... robot, yeah. but robot. That's it. They do the grognards, and they exactly the same as the old right. Ones. right, right. But... but this is it. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. With militia, it's so, it's so varied. I mean, there's so it? much choice. Do we even want a box? Mm. What about the uh, Solar Axelia box then? Would <laughs> yeah, that yeah. be more interesting? Yes, I think there, there won't be a militia box because there's so many second uh, or third part uh, mm. dealer things like people using Napoleonic figures, people using all kinds of stuff. If there would be one, uh, in my wet dream, it would be exactly like the Rogue Trader, um, like the old 36 Guardsmen just with basic arms, and then it would be like an upgrade boot, like Christopher said. And there would be like a three Lehman Russes and whatnot, but I don't know. I don't think there will be one. I'm sorry, mate, but because militia is it's basically the army we have that you can use whatever model to yeah, everyone. Yeah. That's the, the point of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. just pray GW doesn't remove it. I tell you what, though, I, 
on, on just an absolute wish list item. But a solar auxilia box? Oh, my fucking God. A solar, <laughs> that plastic too. solar auxilia. That would be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would make yeah. my army so much cheaper to build. I would love that. And, but... and considering <sighs> if everyone remember the Rogue Trader expansion for, was it like Blackstone Fortress or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, where yeah. you actually had armsmen or whatever like yeah i just want a box of about 30 of those would be amazing. yeah you got you got three ordinary voids man you got one dude with mm. like a machine yeah. with a shane gun you got a robo dog a medico and uh, an astro navigator as well and an assassin a death cult assassin yeah it was really cool 10 arms done in a box yeah the, ah. those armsmen are very similar to solar ox and they're yeah. really and cool think, and the thing is the solar ox already had like a, an established design so whatever, of, of course you can have your own type of solar ox, but they already have models and making that into plastic. Mm. Tell you one thing, I will say this before we move on, um, because we haven't got a whole lot of time uh, with, with Hedry. I will say this, um, I would very much like to, if they did a militia box, just a sneaky wish list item, plastic Malkador. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good choice. <laughs> sneaky wish. Because they could, you know what? It's... Ostensibly, they could do just they do militia box and they just do like a force commander and the vehicles. That would be enough. That would be enough, actually. That would be pretty. Yeah. Or they force just commander. do plastic solar auxiliary instead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or that. Or they do. For, here's 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 an absolute wish list. Force commander, optional bits, Malkador or two, one or two Lehman Russes, and a goddamn heavy gun. Yeah. Poor Jonas Heng. He had a question, a simple question. And we just completely ran over him. Yeah. I just I think in the next couple of years you're going to have a, a whole bunch of new Imperial Guard or Astromilitarum models, um, and I, I I don't think you're going to want for 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 militia plastics somehow. Between that and Necromunder, I think you've got everything you'll ever need. Um, honestly, in the next two years, if if Necromunder goes the way they've said it will, and Imperial Guard does, then you'll have everything. Um, but imagine yes, a plastic Mechanicum box. That I think is a lot more likely. Yeah, that would plastic be plastic phallics. You know, yeah. oh. anyway, with, with upgrade kits, just like here's an upgrade box with like free dark lances. Right, let me talk to the man for a second, Henry. To tie this into to tie Jonas's question into something else that we've been talking about with Heresy 2.0, plastic new plastic big box for yeah, well, we've seen it, haven't we? Well, we have seen it. If yeah. um, from what we've seen, is there something you would add or take away? A pure wish listing. Is there something you'd say? I really wish it had that in there. Uh, no, from what the pictures we've seen, it looks brilliant. I don't think it's a starter box, um, but but from the pictures we've seen of that big box, it looks rad. Like I'm I'm excited oh, yeah. about the the thing that excites me the most, hands down, and the thing that has caused me no end of issues with heresy <laughs> is. Is uh, is plastic vehicles? I can't wait till we oh, see yeah. plastic, plastic vehicles. Um, resin in, resin infantry is wicked. No bother, no drama. But resin vehicles can suck it. Like there's just yeah, I ain't got that many hours in the day to spend trying to make what is ostensibly a fucking box, right? A fucking oblong. Henry, decent. let me jump in your <laughs> fucking coattails here. Imagine plastic Sikron with all the turrets. Or the turrets are upgraded. I, I, I think I think that is entirely realistic to expect that in a couple of years. Um, I, I I I don't know anything. I know very little more than you guys do, and I suspect I my guess would be we'll see the 
rhino and the demos rhino and the demos predator within the next probably 12 months 12 to 18 yeah. months that would be my guess and then you'll have spun the thing and i reckon an outside bet is you may get a proteus land raider but i think that's probably a bit less likely um you know and that's, that's one, fine whatever you know one plastic request i have plastic fire raptor oh yeah well, that's that's the biggie right and that will that will well, be that very be... interesting very mm-hmm. very interesting to see how far they go down that route because that's that's not going to be a cheap kit no, you know, uh, I think um, we'll get a plastic siphon before we get a plastic fire raptor. That's yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I just, I just building those things is just fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, they're such beautiful designs, right? Like the Sycorans and the fire raptor and the and the storm eagle. Oh, all this such good look. I mean, to be just go and play aeronautica to be honest. But um, yeah. you know, it'll be fun to have them in in larger larger sizes but no i think that box looks cool i think it's gonna be really interesting to see the proportions oh, well, of the mark six um that's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting well, the, the thing but, is know, they they already done it in aeronautica so why wouldn't they upscale, upscale it? it yeah I, I think it simply comes down to um uh, availability of production slots so you go right you can have one plastic vehicle this year what what are you going to make? You can make a Zyphon mm. or are you going to make a Predator? We well, can make a Predator, aren't you? Probably, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, think, I think that's all it will come down to. I, th- I think the days of long production lead times and uh, the ability to sculpt, that's gone, right? That's all easily doable. It's not a problem. Um, I think it's simply a case of you, you've got limited sprue time or machine time, as it were. Um, what's the most important thing to you? Uh, right, this is what you can have. Uh, and I think, I don't know, but personally, I, yeah, it's going to be really, really, really interesting, I think, to see, see what the first year of Heresy is like, Heresy 2, um, before we can get an idea. Because we've all got good ideas, and I think they're all yeah. based in, in sensible places, but we really don't know. Um, you know, to the best of my knowledge, it's not a specialist game. You know, it's going to be a, a the third system. Um, yeah, they confirmed that right yeah, now. And, you know, and, I, and I think when you when you look at the level of support even specialist games get, it's pretty epic. And I mean that sort of literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> so, what support yeah. are we going to get for a for a main system game? It could be, it could be. Who knows? This time next year, maybe we'll have five different plastic vehicles and just staring in plastic. And I don't know. Oh. Uh, plastic Primark, who who knows? You know, um, plastic dreadnought dropout, perhaps. <laughs> oh, right. So, you know, for a chance to dream, Pele. Who 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 knows it? But I'm I know I'm I'm very excited, and I'm still. I think I said in the intro, like my my hobby group are, are really keen to play around in in um, Ultramar for a while, um, and we'll yeah. sort of yep. follow the books and recreate a lot of the famous engagements from that whole saga. Um, so I'm just I'm just I've ordered my my Praetorian heads and stuff, so they're ready for when we get the box. Pop them on the Mark Six, and my uh, my personal hobby is going to go that route. And I'm I'm say I'm I'm going back through the old collective visions, and I'm just going to start trying to recreate some of those really old artwork. Um, yeah, so Jody you, Henry, you imagine this. Sorry, imagine this. Okay, I spoke to Ulf about this yesterday, friend of the podcast, 
Great and it's guy. like the best case scenario. This is what I imagine. Like Adepticon, they're like they're going to do the live stream. They're in front of like a booth, and they're like, "Yeah, heresy. This was going on. Third system, uh, yada yada yada. Artistic vision, blah 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 blah. This is our drive. You know, the sales pitch. Like we know that heresy is super excited. There's a fan base. People collectively start rising slightly out of shares. They have like two red drapes. They are split open and. Bam, there's a heresy box. There's a plastic like Sikoran on a black background with a new horse heresy font. There's a Spartan for sale. They'll only have like 10 or 20 because, you know, supply chains from China and like the new book. And they're like, this is what we got. Like, this is the life cycle for this year. This is the plan for next year. We have these following plastic character releases coming up for next year. Uh, this is what's going to happen. And there we are. And then people just rush the booth and they buy whatever limited supply there is. <laughs> I mean, I don't That's know what like world you're living I'm in. Imagining. Yeah, but I think you know it's never going to be as exciting, say. right? It's never going to be as exciting as people want it to be. Twenty minutes later, for right? five times the price, and people still buy it. But it doesn't. None of that matters, right? All that matters is we know it's we know it's coming back, and you can see it never went in there. It did. It fucked right off, right? It disappeared. It disappeared, and the community ate itself. There's no. There's no two ways about that, right? But. That's okay. That was just the loud noise that was happening on your computers and everything. But actually, crab bucket. There was there was the vast silent majority were still happily beavering away at their armies. You know, okay, if it's gone, it's gone. Doesn't matter all the models. You know, and and then it, it's it's coming back. It's getting major support. Um, it's wonderful. Like there's there's more is always better. We're we're just gonna. It, it, I couldn't be more excited about hobby right now. Um, but I don't. I just don't think it will be that. Like we, like we can only go off what their last year and a half's worth of reveals have been like. And I think underwhelming is probably the key word. Um, I mean, at least they're not doing it on on Skype from their bedrooms anymore. Um, their kids you know. just coming in the background <laughs> playing around. But uh, you know, it's it's if we see Adepticon, if we see the box and a cup. I mean, who the fuck thought we'd see Cabanda the other day at LVO? Yeah, that I mean, was, yeah, that was that was. That was, that was Man, and every time I look at that model, it seems to get bigger. It's huge if you look at the marine on the base, especially if you consider that marine's probably slightly better proportion than our plastic yeah. Mark IVs as well. Um, it's absolutely enormous that model, and I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, Isn't there a so, Leviathan Dreadnought on his base? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's there is. He is sta- holy shit! He's model, standing right? on a Leviathan Dreadnought. Uh, but I mean, Henry has a good point. Just look at how they've treated all the specials games. In my mind, the least supported one is Imperia Aeronautica, and it still has six factions. You might not follow yeah. it, but it had like three releases just this year, and it keeps getting new units and missions and books. Exactly. So... Exactly. So, yeah, I've, I've got to shoot off, lads. But I think, you know, a massive, massive thank you to you all. Um, for for keeping a, for starting a podcast, for keeping it going, for building the community, and I think it's it's awesome for everyone that's still here. Um, you know, we've we've got something to really really sink our teeth into this year when we can all finally get and hang out together again, and then hopefully we can bring in some fresh blood and some some new hobbyists. Um, and it's ah, this it's just been a warm up up until now, man. It's gonna yeah. And I gotta say before yeah. you leave, Henry, like I played a couple of guys yesterday. We had a four player match, and. I think like two or three of those guys got into Harris solely because they came to a Cult of Paint event and they just kept rolling and they keep like toiling away in their bedrooms with their kids running around and it's keeping them sane. So like, that's awesome, yes, right? That's I mean, awesome. It's, yeah. it's a business, but we're happy that you come and just keep evolving the horribly because that's what you're doing. So good job. That's, that's, and there's nothing we do is new. It's all been around for decades, the stuff we're doing. We're <laughs> just trying to bring in 
those amazing hobby techniques and tools and products that have been around for 30, 40 years, but maybe you haven't seen in a white dwarf or you haven't seen on, you know, on a, on a typical Games Workshop focused YouTube video or whatever, you know, but they're all out there and, and there's a lot of fun to play with and Heresy is a perfect place to try them, to try them out in. Um, yeah, but I mean, so, I mean, yeah. bo- booze and intercourse has been around for millions of years too, but that's still pretty popular. So, I mean, don't put yourself down. <laughs> it's going to be good. And this time, I guess we're going to do Spartan, not rhinos, on a class, right? So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Spartans, we'll what see. is your profession? <laughs> but no, thanks, thanks a lot, boys. I really look forward to listening uh, to what the rest of the the show is going to be like. Um, and hopefully, I'll uh, I'll see you all soon. May you live forever. It's only downhill from here, mate. Don't worry, it's only downhill from here. <laughs> We'll keep it charming, keep on. it amateur. All right, <laughs> see you later. Later, dude. Amateur, how dare he? Here, here are a couple of penis jokes. Uh, please, we're, we're not that amateur. <laughs> we're definitely not that charming. Um, so, yeah, love to have Henry on. That was a lot of fun. Um, and actually, thinking about what we were talking about there with the plastic um, box set and everything and sort of talking about the future, um, where are we going? As far as the future is concerned, see, see. Well, I want to do my. I want to do my origin story now. Well, oh. in story, like we have billions of questions <laughs> from listeners. All right, if you can bullet point it, go for it. I can, and I'm not going to tell you how I got started in the heresy because everybody knows about that. Like Alpha Legion, bought a bunch of shit, played Freddy. I'm going to tell you about the first time I ever heard about the Varangian Heresies podcast. Oh God! Right, this might be a problem. Go on. No, not really. So December 2015, I just like had my kid is six months old. And in the middle of the fucking night, my wife like pushes me awake. And I does I do like the, you know, dutiful husbandly grumble of like, and she's like, I can smell smoke. And I just jump out of fucking bed. And I'm like, hold the fuck up. So I walk around her apartment and I can smell smoke. None of the lights fucking works. And I can smell like ozone and burnt rubber. I've worked with computers. <laughs> I've done like fire safety tests. So I walk around, I check it, and I very quickly conclude that we had a small, like, internal fuse blow. Put my wife and a kid in, like, a cab, send them off to my, her parents, uh, call, like, the electrician. Turns out that we had this exact electric error that I warned our co- co-hab owners about, and they just said, no, 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 you're just making shit up for insurance money. So my computer's burnt down, the TV's burnt out, and it just smells like smoke. And I'm still doing work. So every evening, I go see the family, and then I head on home. And I have literally nothing at home except for like the lights on in the kitchen and the living room. And I have to, it's minus 15 because it's like December 22. So I have to have like the balcony door open. Yeah, and the kitchen door open. I just have to air the place out because if you've ever worked around burnt ozone, that shit don't yeah. leave in a hurry. It's like a bad guest. It's like Uncle Buck. So all <laughs> I have is like my old work computer that's a little decade old. So what I can do is I can download old podcasts and I can listen to them on like a shitty blown out speaker. Or I can like, you know, listen to my cell phone because there wasn't really YouTube on those back in those days. So I'm listening to like The Age of Darkness, which was the first one I listened to. And then it's some Eye of Horus. And I think I heard that like Freddy interview. I'm like, oh, Freddy, wait, I've met that guy. And I think I've listened to like The Age of Darkness. I'm like, well, I'll just turn on. And I think you guys had done like 50 or 60 episodes by that time, or maybe less, because I think I've heard the Death Guard one. And I just kept listening to those like on and about. And it was really enjoyable. It was fun. Like Henry said, it has like a homegrown charm to it. This was obviously before I joined. It's a homegrown charm to it where you could like everybody participating again before I joined. And it's just nice. It had the feel of people sitting around painting, genuinely enjoying the hobby, just talking shit. No like 
no inundation, no filtering, just a good time of people. And like Henry said, this is that weird disconcert when you list to someone like hours, sometimes hours and end, then you meet in the real world and you're like, hey, Freddy, how's like your shitty laundry room? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about my laundry room about? Because you've heard about it so much, but you've never actually met. So you get that impression you might actually know them, which you don't. But then I just started hanging out in Harris community, which I've said several times, coolest community ever. And I had one army, and then I had two armies, and now I have fucking four armies, and I've still sold two. And I won, like, my first scandal, I won, like, the night raffle. Oh, that was a brilliant moment. I love that. And years later, I had my second kid that had to sell the night house. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, I, no, I held on not. to most of it for a while, but I never played it. And uh, oh. we had those kids. Yeah, well, you pull that game was not strong enough. I'm sorry? You had those kids. Yeah. No, no, they're they're great. It's just, they're not a Porphyrian, are they? They're not like an Akron or Sarastus or Lancer. They're fine. Like, they're great kids. I I love them and stuff. And they can can at least, you know, put stuff in a dishwasher, which admittedly the Akron was really fucking uppity about. (laughs) Don't drink Tamiya, kids. But yeah. Yeah, no, I miss those nights. Particularly for Fire, and I only played with him twice. It's hard to sneak in. So that's when I started listening to Veran Generosity. And then I think, I remember like recording episodes in our old, old apartment. And it's just like in the open living room, so everybody could hear me, because he was at the back door open. And Freddy had me on like two or three times, and Jody as well, and had a lot of fun. And then one day you guys asked if I want to be a regular member. And I don't remember ever saying yes. I showed up to an episode and Freddy's like, well, now we have the next fucking episode, you big cunt. You're editing it. And I'm like, I can't do editing, Freddy. Ah, shut the fuck up, you big poofta. And I, then I had to do editing. And then we got a new editor who's actually competent. Thank God. For, thank you, Mila and Olivia. Thank God. You have to fail first yeah. for someone else to care. And then obviously, you know, yeah. I blacked my Don robe. I pulled out my obsidian blade. I pulled heresy, gagged and bound onto the stage, stumbling up those stairs. Like I undressed naked, obviously. And I split it uh, from crotch to gizzard and bathed in blood. I, I killed heresy. You guys had been dabbling around, but I think like my ritual murder of heresy really kicked it off. So now yes, it can be reborn. Everything. It's, it's it's like it's like that beautiful Celtic tradition that that the Welshman Jody has, you know, where you sacrifice the king every midnight sun, midwinter sun, and then a new king rises for the summer. So now Harry's gonna rise. We're gonna get new boxes here due to my ritual sacrifice, and nobody's gonna thank me for the tremendous job I did. Harry's being can, reborn. Can we pick? Can we at least pick another event to sacrifice? Because I kind of like Scandus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jody. Take a Danish one. The black, the black blade of hobby hunger does not. Uh, I was going to say somewhere else, but I like I live there, so I don't really want to cause any shit. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, and also new for twenty twenty two, I no longer hate Denmark. What? Wait, what? Yeah, I'm not going to shit on Denmark anymore. Why? Why not? Well, I mean, they have the Danes, who are obviously Muslim, really cool, and I can't just go around having like this unfounded grudge at a country that I've been in so much. That's just kind of cool and has like awesome heresy people in it when I haven't really got anything to found it on. So fucking Norway can get the hell out of my goddamn life. You ain't done go fucking <laughs> shit for me ever. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you going to do, amateur. Norway? Convince me with all your awesome, pleasant Norwegian heresy players. Name one. Exactly. In Finland, uh, we have JP. And he's a cool dude. I sincerely hope that there is one Norwegian heresy player listening to this. If there is, 
please feel free to spam our our, our inbox on on Messenger with as as much hate as you no, want. No, at Scanners we did have one Norwegian player at Scanners. Really? Yes. What what, what they... did he play? Custodes? No, I'll, I'll check up his uh, army list in five seconds if you want. Yeah, to. don't name him. Right. Well, while her, while Freddie digs that out, let's let's talk a little bit about our future as a podcast. Now we've had Chris's, <laughs> albeit rather beautiful. Um, uh, origin stories of the listeners of the Branded Heresy. Which is going to be listened to changes in 2022 why we're kicking Chris out. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but it does it does make me a little sad, if I'm honest, that you only got in around episode 40 or 50 because, you know, we'd kind of been doing stuff before then. But, you know, at least you came to mm. the party. And now, now you want to be... At least. <laughs> yeah, at least. That I made. actually re-listened the Sorok Silly episode yesterday with Spencer. And I really want oh. to get on Spence again. Spencer's awesome. What a ledge. He's an absolute yeah. legend. There's there's so many cool people that I'd love to bring back on uh, to the podcast. So, so many. But Spence and Tim, please make more episodes of Monster High. Please. <laughs> but let's, Might let's be a gin and rum about, talking. But... Let's talk about what we're, we're planning to do because, I mean, we are, uh, obviously, we do plan to, to keep the podcast going. Uh, Got to work out when we're going to record so everybody can be here as much as possible. Um, <laughs> not fall asleep. Um, yeah, I was going to say I was going to let that go, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, not fall asleep. Um, I, I had, you know, I'm I'm guilty as well, so you know, shit happens. Um, but uh, yeah, we do intend to keep going. We don't, not sure how often, whether it's like every couple of weeks or once a month or whatever. But you know, as long as there's heresy to talk about, we'll we'll definitely be putting out new episodes. Um, I know we've got episode plans for talking about and going a bit more in depth to all the new um heresy uh packs that have come out for like the different legions with the new units i know we touched on the death guard what death guard and dark angel one in the intro but we want to do a more focused episode around that we talked about doing um one around uh putting together events yeah i want my uh, fucking maca app jody we'll get maca in i promise you that i promise you that and um you know it, it will happen i promise you um we will we will make that happen somehow um not sure how but we will make it happen um and then you know we've got other we we should really return to our old um army focused uh episodes as well cuz i miss those uh, i really really miss those um, yeah those are fun uh, that was yeah. that was a lot of fun I mean, did, did you guys ever do like a dedicated army episode for the Ruin Storm army? Like, this is what we do. These are the models we'd have. No, I was on for the book no. eight one, but did you ever no. do like an army one for that? No, we didn't do a dedicated army one. We did the militia. I think we did all the legions, militia, and solar rocks. Hmm. Not custodes, right? Not the custodes. Uh, not but who plays uh, those? Fucking... Uh, yeah, not custodes. Not. Uh, Thousand Sons and not uh, Demons. Those are still outgoing, so we need to do them. Oh, and uh, obviously an upgrade on White Scars and Dark Angels are due. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's very true. Did, true. did you guys not or do Dark Angels? Upgrade. Yeah, we yeah. did, but like we, we did them when they like those special rules, not when they got their own books. Oh, okay. We probably need to get like Magnus and Dom on for that. Yeah. And Linus. For sure. <laughs> oh yeah. 
We did get Linus on, and Freddy's like, Shut yeah. the man you speak of does not exist to me anymore. No, he's dead to me. <laughs> man, error, <laughs> connection. Oh, dear. Bring oh, in dear, the servitor. Beep, beep, beep. So what else have we got planned for the future? We've got a couple of events planned this year. Obviously, Global Bastard being um, what it is. We We've have got... Secret Santa this year. Wait, what, do we? Yep, we're going to have Secret Santa this year. Okay, fair enough. Talk to us. Explain. Secret Santa is going to be that you send... Uh, we're going to talk about it in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to set like a limit. I don't know, maybe like 30 or 40 quid or whatever, or like 50 quid. And everybody sends in their name and we'll set you up with someone. And you're going to send in your email like what army do you want, like what painting scheme preferably, or like I'm starting up a project for Death Guard. I would like like a troop choice or like an HQ choice. And then your secret Santa will be tasked with getting you something apropos of that gift. And you will be getting them something. So basically a random cool gift. So this is going to be in December. We'll start taking applications in like November or something, maybe a bit earlier, so you can plan out and like get October. stuff. And I'd say yeah, October. October is way better. Ideally, unit. I think. Well, finish yeah, something. Yeah. Let's be fair. It doesn't have to be. I, I finish. Finish something. Yeah. If we just you, if if we sync it before Scandus, maybe we can just throw it into the same painting schedules we all do. Because like when I popped up of Squad a Week for Empress Children, I'm still not sure how the fuck I did that. To be honest. I'm never that productive otherwise. Right. So that's what we're going to do this year. And also, surprise for everyone in the podcast, the podcast is going to do a Secret Santa for each other. Ooh. Oh, yeah. we? Shit. Yes. Okay, yes, fair enough. Hooray. And I'm going to make it yeah. random because we all want fucking Eric with his magic dream-making machine. Yeah, true. That is very true. And that is someone that we are, we are missing tonight. We are missing the lovely Eric. I, I feel bad for the person who gets me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the person who gets me. <laughs> There's going to be a schedule, Jody, and you will follow it. Freddy, yeah, you need feel bad. send gifts to each other then, yeah. like we always do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to get into... No, I'm not even going to go down that route. I don't want to do it. But I do have one thing about Secret Santa. Yes? Can we call it Secret Sigilite instead? Oh, yes. Great. <laughs> I'm happy now. Um so there's, okay, so we have Secret Sigilite. We've got new, lots of episodes planned to be coming up for the future. Um, we also have Lincoln Grad and Scandus. Yay! Back this again. Year. Stronger, more powerful than ever. Better. Freddy, this, and this we is your, we these are your have, babies. Scandus the white, better and more glorious than ever. Yeah, and it's not going to be, it's like the, the phoenix of heresy. Well, it's, it's, burning itself to the ground no no like we <laughs> burned it to the ground last year right, okay. and now like a phoenix it rises out of the ashes and provides with everything that everyone really craved we we needed this this is how you do we we kind of went as an abusive husband and <laughs> <What>? we <laughs> and we <laughs> and we kind of beat oh, all the event God. attendees uh -huh. and 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 we told them like oh well if you really behave we can give you what you really want a classic scandal. <laughs> no more Tyler Perry movies for you, Freddy. Radiant <laughs> levels no. of this is too much, man. No, to, to, to be serious, like I, I've been planning this for a while, and I, I know yeah. that we talked about this at um, our kind of wrap up for Scandis. Uh, and it's uh, next year, Scandis is going to include all the stuff that we have had stellar feedback from in our 
from our entire time running scanners. So it's going to be like cards, naturally. And it's going to be like heaps of special, yeah, heaps of special little things in it. Like everything that everyone has really super enjoyed about scanners, all the times we've done it, we're just going to do that again. And obviously, Lincoln is going to be our awesome fucking Centurion event. I did have uh, Lincoln all planned out for last year, but it got cancelled. So all I did was just change the year on the players back. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, high, co- high quality research has gone into this year's events. Mm. We took last year's events and repasted the... Re- re- <laughs> Two parts of classic repasting. Now, but Scandis has been something I've been working on for a while because yeah. I wanted to do like a homage of all our events and all our previous Scandis into one. Like I remember Angron, like back in oh, the God. day when, when <laughs> Scandis was so small, uh, all the Teos were playing as well. And I remember Angron taking on a night house, just fucking going to town. Um, and I remember us having tactical objectives. I remember the strategic cards. I remember all those all those things that people just fucking enjoyed and things that people keep talking about every time they contact us and like, oh, how can we get hold of these tactical objectives? How can we get hold of these fucking strategic cards? How do we do this? And like, oh, give us a pointers about these things because they've read like old players pack from Scandis and they just want to know bits and bobs. So <clears throat> we're just going to go back to ba- basic and we're going to use all those things that seems the most popular. And that's what we're going to do with Scandis. And for Lincoln, we're just going to do all the things that seem most popular for all the the Centurion events. Because as I, I remember, like Centurion started to happen in Australia at the same time, uh, we started our own kind of Centurion. And this is like so long ago, like fucking five years ago, some shit. And um, when we started doing the whole Centurion thing at Lincoln and we kind of got our own vibe, which is probably a homage to all the historical war games that we do, because we did like heaps of combat attachment rules. We did like bits and pieces. Like we all, always did our own little twist on the Centurion one, and um, and we'll keep doing that because we we love that shit. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. that's what we're doing, and we're going to try and do some painting stuff, like just like Henry said. And mm-hmm. uh, we will also have an Adeptus Titanicus event at uh, Lincoln because we did that it's last awesome time. Game. Yeah, it's an awesome fucking game. And we did that last time uh, before fucking COVID happened. Super sorry and... to interrupt, Freddy. I, I have to fuck off. Um, sorry about that. I've had a lot of fun. Sorry to break your stride, Freddy. I didn't mean to. That's all right. Well, That's all right, dude. Talk to you guys next time. Oh, Chris. Of Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah. Chris, before you go, buddy, uh, uh, there's one question I, I've wanted to ask everyone. Before you go, I need your answer on this. We'll get yeah, sure. everybody else out. So Toba Larson's asked, what's your best or favorite Brandon Heresy event moment or weird thing over the years? So like, out of, out of Brandon Heresy event, what's the weirdest thing or funniest thing you've ever seen happen? Let's see. I can do like a funny, sad, and a weird one. Wow, okay. uh, the weird one is da- Danish but- belly button dance. That's definitely a weird <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sad one was the first time I played an event, and it was against Linus and Bjorn, and they wiped Ooh. out me and my partner's entire army, turn one. Ouch. It was kind of fun, though, you know, weird way. Uh, let's see. Fun. 
I think seeing a Warlord Titan, no, like a Warhound Titan getting beaten to death by five Gal Warback. That's pretty fun. Jesus Christ. Didn't it happen to me? It happened to Eric Oman, and he was like pretty nice about it. And then he was like, hey, you have to re-roll that. And <laughs> Christopher was like, I don't think so. He's like, yeah, well, here are the rules. And Christopher was like, oh, okay, well, fair game. I just re-roll everything. And they did. And then he beat the shit out of it even harder. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think no. Warbuck was like, they had like iron arm and endurance on them. And like Eric tried to like deny one, one. No, okay. Oh, okay. So you got an even better charge. And oh, okay, you hit with all your attacks. Oh, they're all power fits now. <laughs> And like I think he shot him with a turbo laser. My, my second one would be the time I charged Freddy with Cataphracti, and I tried to fuck up a Typhon siege tank in close combat. And I like, I took away half of the hull points, and he just backed off and shot me. But he scattered mm-hmm. the shot off the entire map, so he ran in again and fucked it up. And then he exploded and landed on his own HQ tank. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Lies. Or maybe seeing Venus uh, having Angron. Crashing in a Charybdis, getting surrounded, and Angron and like Karn and ten Red Butchers technically died before they got out. On like a minuscule rules technicality, and Linus very, very politely told the other man that if he didn't behave while telling him about his rules, he would suplex him. Also, I can imagine him doing that. <laughs> I'm so proud. I'd be so proud of him if he had. Um, He's so thanks, fucking good. Thanks, dude. I wanted to catch that before, and we'll see you on the next episode, yeah? Yeah, been a lot of fun. Take care, guys. Be good, man. Take Look care. after yourself. You, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyway, Freddy, you were in the middle of talking before Chris did his thing. <laughs> I, I took over. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so the, I think that's what we're, we're also planning, like, uh, Henry will hold, like he said, like a little painting thing at the yep. income. And we're also planning for having like some sort of super mega heresy event, uh, kind of combining all the best things that we have experienced on all the Cult of Paint painting courses into one kind of mega heresy fucking homage uh, course thing event slash uh, dudes being with dude, drinking beer, hobbying, just fucking loving life. Super duper extravaganza shindig shenanigans. It's yeah. a glorific description here. Exactly. Yeah. So awesome. In other words, we're just going for more awesome this year. And I think, and that that's, that's always been what we've tried to do is just to have fun and do a lot of fun things for, for the heresy as we can, as we go along. Um, I mean, good Lord. I remember the first, I'm pretty sure it was the first ever Scandus because we'd just been doing the podcast for a couple, for a few months at that point. And Scandus was the, the big event. And he talked about, uh, Chris talked about, or you talked about it actually, wasn't it? About, uh, you know, us playing and not just being TOs, but actually playing. Yeah. And we had the very first, very first podcast versus podcast throwdown. Um, and we live streamed it. And that was uh, our good selves, myself uh, with my Iron Warriors and Christopher. Um, use it not Christopher Sapp, but Christopher Ansmark using your Emperor's children against. Um, I can't remember what gen I think it was. Was it Dark Angels? Jen was Jen's was running. I can't remember. Yeah, Jens was, was running Dark Angels, Dark Angels, and Linus had militia and knights. And we live streamed that one, and for a number of reasons, 
and poor roles <laughs> and other things. It basically ended up being my Iron Warriors versus the Dark Angels and Militia with Knights for like three turns or whatever. Um, and I remember doing my best to be as polite and charming as I possibly could whilst internally wanting to flip the table every dice roll <laughs> and just giving up and trying desperately to kill at least like one night for a moral victory and not even bloody achieving that, which was heartbreaking. Ah, good times. That was that was good times, man. That was a, that was a fun <laughs> game. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a fun game. Um, but yeah, oh man, Pella, you were you there at the first Scandus? I'm pretty sure you uh, were, weren't you? Yes, with so your Death Guard. My yeah, Death Guard, you... my flame, have a flamer theme. Yes. Death Guard. Uh, didn't work really uh, well in an environment uh, that hard. It was a little bit too fluffy, but uh, hey, fuck. To Death Guard, you stand up again and you learn. You get up and you move on. Yeah, Death Guard doesn't move; they just stand there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> or shuffle, they shuffle a bit. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, crawling, I guess. Yeah, I was there. Um, all I do remember is that my uh, yes, my <laughs> flamers didn't work on super heavy tanks, but. Um, was a fun event, of course. It was the first time you really met everyone. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't really. It was the first Lincoln, but hey. Uh, first big event, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was a lot um, of fun. Yeah, you had that uh, Titan battle after the event, day one. Oh, that was in the Did evening, wasn't that? it? Was that the second Scandus? I can't remember, Freddy. Uh, first Scandus was Nike Oust. Second Scandus was, it, yeah. was right. uh, Python Battle. Or, like, it wasn't a Titan Battle, it was just a regular, like, crazy, super heavy mega battle. Yeah, everyone is. Play with what you got, basically. Yeah. yeah. Super heavy, just super heavy. It was, <laughs> that was pretty fun. fun. Fun things happened. And Second Scandus, it wasn't a wall, right? You know, it's just. Uh, no, that's like. The wall was. Third fourth? or fourth? Yeah, fourth third or fourth. One. fourth. Fourth one because the third one was the giant, um, was the space station ZM, yeah, yeah, multiple levels. Yeah, I think it was the second scan that I played one of the awesome games against him. I think, um, he had a night house, I think, with uh, some uh, extra improved fists, yeah, remember right now, and where I have played Death Guard that event as well. And just one of those battles you remember because it happened. A lot of shit. It was really fun. It was tight until the end. Uh, it was a really fun game. Was that was that the one? Was that the battle, or was that might have been against? I can't remember if it was like Linus from the Northern Heresy, but there was one Scandus because I'm pretty sure it was the the one after that actually, where we had the the space station that would drop random things like super heavies or titans. Yeah, depending on if you got like yeah. a... Yes, yeah. that was the second Scandus. I remember that. Uh, who was I playing against? He had a Warhound Titan. Uh, yeah, didn't you get like two super heavies in a row or something on the same yeah. game? Yeah, I killed yeah. a fucking Titan. Yeah. Okay, yes, I got my super heavies alive. I killed this Titan. I'm going to win this. And some fucker came walking. Here, here's the Titan for you. Again, what? 
And I remember I managed to kill that one as well. But of course, my rest of my army was totally dead. But I do feel I have a moral victory in that. Who was I placed against? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah, but but... <laughs> that's the scanners when we had like half the tables with Sun Metallis. Yeah, yeah that station. was it. And then the other mm-hmm. half played normal games. Mm-hmm. Depending what's happening on those Sun Metallis, it's spilled over to the big table. The big normal games. Yeah, because yeah. battle hap- happened like in the space station above, and you kind of like. Like the, if you blew up a space station and started raining debris, if you got hold of the like the hangar base, you got the transports and stuff, and you could send down like if if you managed to go through the other side of the line, you could send down your troops to your like yeah, fellow like gamers and shit. That's fun though. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Except that I have to face like three titans, something. But to be fair, mate, you did just you kicked the ass of them. Uh, you made a bloody good showing, and you deserved to. Honestly, you you won the moral victory and deserved the moral win. victory. What's mine? You deserved the win. I'm gonna be honest. I really thought you deserved the win, but you kept uh, fighting. And that's the important part. Death God always fights. Didn't you lift the sword of Scandus that year? No, not that year. Wasn't that uh, year three? Oh, that was oh, that was the one with the wall, wasn't it? Was it the wall one you did it with? No, the the wall was year four, I think. That's right, year four. That was it because you did it. You lifted it the year before. Yeah, but the wall. I think it was the first time we had a separatist. Uh, I don't. We remember. always had a matching problem. Everyone like yes, got rid of three factions, so some fuckers didn't have it set up. Uh, yes. Was that year four? That was I can't remember, but no, I, I, I remember it being. A, I think it was year three that you lifted it. I can't remember year three or four, one of the two. It was because it was the first time the the traitors had won, if oh. I remember rightly, or was it the other way? I can't remember. It was like the traitors have won it so many times, the loyalists have won it so many times, or it was the first year that they'd actually won was the year you lifted it. That yeah, much. Don't I you remember. have the sword there, Freddie? Uh, I do, but it's not it. here. <laughs> it's not here. Well, I have everyone. Everyone's winning great, but uh, I can't remember. But I think it was that year when uh, JP was over playing and Max, right? Oh, and, that me was... and Chris played um, two on two against these two. Oh, that's way later. That's that's, like, yeah, I was going to uh, say that's way later. I thought we did. Um... That's like three years ago. Was it? Yeah. That was, eight, that was 19, 18, 19. Uh, 18 or yeah, getting old or something. 18, 19. We're all getting old, mate. Don't worry about I it. I think it was uh, 18. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure it was 2018. But anyway, it was it was good times, man. It was good times. So good. All times are good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is true. That is very very true. And funnily enough, when we're talking about Scandus, there's something. Uh, one big feature of Scandus, or, or happening the same time as Scandus every year is or has been the raffle yeah for um for your charity freddie yeah do you want to t- give a little bit of history on that so everybody <laughs> who hopefully everybody who's listening to this <laughs> everybody knows know about that. the raffle but if not let us re-educate you mm. uh well as most people know i have a well obviously i have more children but i have a son that has uh, a muscular um, disease, which is DMD, as in Delta Mike Delta, uh, Duchenne mis- muscular dystrophy. And mm-hmm. uh, so, what happens was um, 
I just wanted to combine a little bit because I know uh, heaps of uh, podcasts and events always did something for charity. And I thought, like, what the hell? Why, why can't we do something for charity? And I looked into it and we got the parental project uh, on board and we kind of set up uh, like a donation page and we just tried it out. I think like the first year we just tried it out and we managed to get hold of a Warlord Titan. And this is like way back. When is this? This oh, is yeah. like 2015, 15, maybe? Was it yeah, 15 yeah, or 16? Like I think it was 15, yeah. 15. 15 and, I think. and we we put a goal that, okay, we're going to try and raise uh, $10,000. Yep. Like American dollar reduce. And we managed to do it. It was pretty cool. And we just raffled it off. And I actually got to deliver the Warlord Titan uh, at my first ever Adepticon I went to, which was pretty cool. And because we actually managed to do it, we, we kind of decided to make this an annual thing. So every single year uh, at Scandus, we did the, the whole raffle. And it kind of grew. It grew from like a Warlord Titan to night houses to complete armies to like uh, Titan maniples to all kinds of shit. And we have raised like a lot of money for charity, which is kind of amazing. And it's just good to see like we and we started to do like um, um, with the TFL boys, with all the other podcasts, with like the telethon. And uh, we tried to raise money and we do like a little bit of series and stuff. And everyone like in the entire community, like all the other podcasts, all the other like YouTube channels and all that stuff, they just jumped on board and just wanted to help out. And that has just been amazing. It kind of grew. It made like all our podcasts kind of go together. And and that's like uh, created that, um, you know, the wolf lair where all the podcasts are talking to each other, like because we have like a massive good communication uh, between all the podcasts and, and other channels. Uh, we talk to each other like on a daily basis. It's insane. Like you can't even keep track of it. And uh, and all that just grew out of the raffle, and we kind of did stuff together, which is super cool. Because the first, the first year, if I'm remembering the prizes right, first year was the Titan, the Warlord. Yep. What was the second year? Was uh, that the Knights? I think the second year was the Night Houses. Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah, because I think we a did, lot of Night Houses. That. Yes. Yeah, Night Houses. And then the year after that was the... Uh, I think it was like the three... Titans. Are you sure? Wasn't it like three complete armies? Did you? Was it three complete armies before or after the Titans? I can't remember. I can't really remember. Maybe it was, it was after... It was first it was Warlord. Was... Second time was Night Houses. Yeah. Third time was... An... Was, was it Armies? It... Was it Armies or a Titan Maniple? No, it was the Titan Maniple because... It was a Maniple. Because JP came over. Time was army, was the Ultramarine army, or and uh, something else? Because you do you remember you you had when JP came uh, over. Oh yeah, well you JP came over was the, when JP came over. It was the armies because we yeah uh, we did like two thousand five hundred point armies and we did like a cult of militia one. That's the one I did, and mm -hmm. uh, we did like uh, an Ultramarine one and the Mechanicum one. Yeah, because uh, was it Bjorn did the Ultramarines, Linus did um, the Mechanicum. Yeah, that's right. And you did the Dark Militia. Yeah, that was right. Because then, because I did the, I I remember with the Night Houses, I built two of the three Night Households, 
and yep. painted one, which is one Chris talked about. And then the year after, I put in somewhere around 80 hours on the three, the Titan Maniple, the Warlord, and the two Reavers in the Latinikos colour scheme. Oh, yeah. Yep. Which was, um, yeah, down to the wire as always, but it got done. <laughs> and then, so the armies were after that. And yep. then... Um... And that, that's where we, we hit the wall because of um, the Global Bastard, if I remember rightly. No, uh, we we did have one after did because I painted oh, I painted a custodes army. Oh, that was it. Yeah, there was another army's one. Or was yeah, it but normal? custodes. That's true. Wasn't custodes armies the same year as the ultramarine? No, but no, because then I did the militia one. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Okay. You had the you had the um, the beautiful candy red reaver, chaos reaver with that one. Yeah, that, that was the militia one. That was uh, we had one afterwards. Where I did the Custodes army, and I think we did. Um, what else did we do for that one? I can't even remember. It was, there was a lot of bits and pieces here and there that people donated, if I remember rightly, for that one. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, I think we did like fuckloads of different super heavies. Possibly. You had to go back I mean, uh, Facebook and read all the old posts. Yeah, you have to go back and look at it. What so? As far as the raffle's concerned, is the the plan to do it again this year? Fuck it. Yeah. Do we have a do we have a planned theme for this year yet, or are we? Uh, yes, we do. It's the one we were supposed to do every year. We were supposed to do twenty eight mil aeronautica because oh, as soon hey. as that drop, we cool. wanted to do aeronautica. Obviously, there will be another warlord because it's like a throwback to our first. Everyone works. Yep. Yep. And then uh, there will be more bits and pieces, like we're ironing that. The king's out for this year, but the basic stuff is what we were going to do well, before Corona fucking destroyed everything. But we were going to do a Warlord Titan with like fuckloads of cool options, custom built and shit. And then we're going to do um, Aeronautica in 28 mil. So do like a starter box, but like everything in 28 mil with the rules and all kind of shit, shit and like a custom printed starter box that would actually fit the 28 mil. Impressive. Uh, and then, as always, we're going to get armies donated, miniatures donated, and all kinds of stuff donated. So, mm, looking forward to that, and hopefully, we'll be able to kickstart the um, the uh, raffle up again with the telethon. Maybe oh, we can that do that again so this year. Good times. And this time, we can try and we can try and make sure we've got the UK time zones and maybe the Aussie time zones involved as well on a, on an easy on a more of a twenty four hour thing. We'll see. Yeah, see what we can put together for everybody, but. I, th- I think outside of, of just running events um, and, and sort of doing doing our shenanigans here on, on the podcast, bringing so many people together for the community and doing so much to raise money and doing some real good out of the hobby, um, I think it's been one of the, the lasting little legacies of this, of, of what sort of has been going on here. And I, I think it's absolutely awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'm very proud of our, our community and all the communities that have been involved sort of pulling it all together. Well, I think that the reason why we're still doing this is because uh, we're not really just a podcast because, like Henry said, we're a community and we do painting, we do painting courses, we do <laughs> events. Like our, our focus are very much kind of like hang around talking shit, but also meet up, drink beer, uh, do events, do like 
encourage each other like be super positive and like oh awesome fucking go and get that army done go and talk to each other and you just kind of uh and, and because we have this podcast and because we have this uh kind of connection with all the other podcasts and youtube channels and whatnot and we kind of brainstorm ideas with each other and and it kind of we even if we don't record it or even if we don't print it or even if we don't say it or do it we kind of influences other podcasts and other stuff and they influence us so oh, yeah. they, they might have yeah. ideas that they don't run on their events that we run on our events and we kind of steal them and and vice versa so it's it's like super cool because it's it becomes that whatever we don't use someone else can use and whatever they don't use we can use them and we kind of feed each other ideas so it, it, that yeah. i think that's why it still keeps living yeah i agree and yeah. i mean it's everything from like the you've got everything from like the more level events to our special units for example or you know like you said if somebody's running an idea like the night joust i think originally sort of started down in down in oz if i remember rightly yeah um but then it was like well, that's a bloody good idea let's have some fun and do that ourselves we'll do it our way the, the, the drunken, the insane, goes. and crazy way that when no one knows their allegiances until like fucking turn one. Yeah, yeah. So, shoot each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. Oh, you're on my you're on my side. Great. Oh, the guys next to me, both sides, happen to be close combat knights and are on the opposite side. Well, fuck. <laughs> uh, like you said, fuck. it's something organic. It's just not uh, some player uh, buying stuff from Forgewell. Mm-hmm. It's uh, organic. It's all kind of groups and communities living together, working together, exchanging ideas together. Yeah. And and it, that's what brings everything forward, I think. And what I think is super cool as well is uh, not just talking about our events, but events in general. Like like you said, Freddie, you've been over to the LVO, you've been to Adepticon, you've met people, you've taken groups of the Swedes over that have all gone together, um, you know, that sort of stuff. But then again, we've had JP visit, we've had Ryan visit, we've had... You know, we've had people come over from the UK. I mean, my buddy Lex came over, um, for, well, not for one of our events, sadly, but he's been over to Sweden. Other people have been over. You've got uh, our friends from France who've come up, uh, friends from Finland, Norway, Denmark, everywhere. It's just, it's just continued to build and grow, and it's been awesome. And that's it's why been... we still love this shit and why we keep going. Yes. And why it's still fun. And we're grumpy old men who like our certain versions of things and don't like rules changes and, and enjoy playing our version of the game. <laughs> or maybe that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, okay. So it's not just me then. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, because we've been talking about events and I, I threw the question in earlier. Um for both you guys, and I'll throw mine in as well, uh, whoever wants to go first, what have been some of your favorite memories from the events themselves that we've run over the years? Anything stand out to you? What's, anyone want to go first? You mean infamous or famous? I think it counts either way, mate. It's just, you know. Magnus and Sekhmet's uh, in Somatalis using the fucking right of war that... <laughs> Literally, just it literally it created forced us to create a new a new award for that event. Yeah, the she's created like what the fuck? Because yeah. um, we didn't even think anyone would in the right set of mind would actually bring those lists, so we didn't even 
bother to be writing fair, a limitation to it. You know so, what he said to me after that event when he's packing his things up? And I asked him, why did you do that? Wasn't that a bit too hard? And he actually said to me, but it's that hard, is it? Isn't. <laughs> no, mate. He, co- no, he considered himself innocent. Well, until, to be, to be fair, guilty. The, the reason I was given was, well, it's Scandis, and we do you do that here. I was like, he actually said, yeah, it's fair not point. That hard. <laughs> Can't really argue that. When you, it's like you it's know, not that hard. No. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But what others have you got there, Freddie? Anything else? No, well, from from events like our events or just general events, I think. Well, like, I mean, it it says our events, but I mean, if you got general events, man, throw I, them I, in there. I, I have uh, like retarded stuff, and I have like pretty good stuff. Like I remember the Lincoln when we sold out, uh, and we actually like one of those rare moments when we sold out. We 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 thought like we're gonna have forty spots, and we and they're like oh fucking thirty k there. Yeah, like, like this is one of those big massive events in Sweden, like Lincoln. They're like. Oh, what is 30k? We're gonna go do our ITC 40k and we're gonna have H of Sigmar and blah 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 blah. Whatever is this 30k people there is retarded and, and weird. So he's gonna give them like the smallest fucking rooms we have. Oh. No one's gonna oh, show yes. up, fuck them, whatever. No and need then, to breathe. No and we had 40 players signing up, and I was like, Well, we have 40 we have 40 players, like we sold out. Oh, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, no one's going to show. And we actually, all 40 players showed up. And we yeah. had, like, two small classrooms, and we had to fit everyone in. And then you had the Age of Sigmar dudes, and, and they were, like, seven people with three classrooms. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah, I remember that. We tried to, Freddie, do you remember we tried to move all those tables to actually yeah. fit 20 tables to play on? Yeah, it was, it was fucking it. Tetris. Yeah, it was, that was wasn't that the, wasn't that they also they had um, what was it Warhammer Empires or whatever it was this, the um, the epic version of Warhammer had a room that was twice the size of one of the rooms that we had. Yeah, and yeah, there was like two tables. It was also when sure. the new edition of 40k dropped, and it was the whole like should uh, heresy go th- seventh or turn into eight, and they had a mm. second like <laughs> the fucking. The guy that played a Tau army where he used had numbers on his fucking bases and no miniatures and, and like a list of what was on there and uh, yeah, his line no. of sight wasn't a thing and and then the ITC community came over and they're like oh so uh, what's the official scoring in 30k could you give us like um, if you're gonna be part of the ITC you have to have like a special rank and and you know I don't know the painting standards like. Uh, you need to enforce only three colors minimum. Like this is this is too advanced and oh yeah, it's ridiculous. And and we had too much terrain and I don't know what they were com- complaining about. Like they all confused. They thought we were part of like the forty k dudes and I don't know what. It's retarded. Right. So gentlemen, wrong crowd. Thank you very much, but wrong yeah. crowd. <laughs> but like the event was super fun and even though everything was fucking crowded, like if if you looked over to the Age of Sigmar uh, room where there was spacious and kind of like serenity sort of like uh mm-hmm. music spa music going on uh we were just laughing having super fun and 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 in there you had like no laughs and no nothing <laughs> yeah that was that's a hell of a memory that's fair so i thought that was pretty awesome 
Yeah. Any others? Well, I think every fucking event has been amazing. Yeah. Even the one we killed Heresy. You can try to remember things. I do I do want to say I, I remember it was it oh when um when the, he, he played the night house who who was doing who was playing was the night Jimmy? house yeah that was Jimmy and, yeah that was amazing and, <laughs> and, like on one turn his entire night house is fucking he, he was, was like having the entire five, game four or five nights went up in one round didn't yeah because one exploded and then the blasted on like a second one who exploded de blasted on the third one like it was like he lost two-thirds of his entire army in one shooting round due to D-Bloss. Fuck, man. Well, to be fair, he was eventually, he was then a legend from then on. Yeah. We never stopped talking about it because it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, that was like ultimate fucking... <laughs> that was badass. But my best person uh, was when I was, uh, we were doing the two-on-two on my Istvan three table, like the, mm-hmm. the Fortral one. And I was facing um, a Night House and Iron Hands. And I had like world eaters, my drop pod assault army. Yes. And angering is when close combat with three knights and you just fucking bowler them all in close combat. He tossed one on top of a land raider where the <laughs> iron pod was in and he just de blasted the shit out of that. <laughs> he's like, fuck you guys. I'm just going. And then he's ran forward and he's in. He, he personally killed that entire army. Like he got. He had like 10 attacks in the end because he killed so many dudes in chat. It was insane. It was, <laughs> he I, was rem- I remember people being pulled over from people being pulled over from other tables because the, the word was Angron's on a tear. And it's like, I've never seen a Primarch go on a tear before. Let's go and oh, he did what now? He suplexed a knight into a into a land raider. <laughs> it was amazing. That was insane. Like the rest of the army did nothing, but like the red butchers after they landed because they scattered. They're like, oh, can't run. Uh, but Angron, he just, he fucked. He went through like a fucking hot knife through butter, both armies. Yeah. And I, I think Pontus was on my side with his Sons of Horus. And he's like, rocked up from reserves with some jetpacks. And it's like, oh, shot a little bit of shots. So like, there's no one left here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hello. Like this was... John Travolta thing is like, where is everyone? You know, the meme. Uh, and it's like, it was, where, it was where's all much, the opponents? Like, Angron was here. <laughs> it was very much well and truly proved that Angron can indeed fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was very much so. Yeah. What about you, Pelo? You got any good memories? It or less painful it, memories, it, maybe? A little bit earlier, where my first went, my army got smashed. And the Titans. I think about uh, talking about Primax. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used Mutarium a lot of times, and his Shunt move. Um, now Prophet nowadays Mountain. everyone knew pretty much know everything about the Primax, but considering he's one of the slowest one, mm-hmm. he's surprisingly fast because he's got this Shunt rule, which just can teleport himself, mm-hmm. more or less. 10, was it, was it 10 inches or something? 10 inches, yeah. His magic man, Bamf. Yeah, and then charge. I think I got that in some really nasty surprises with him. Mm-hmm. Um, killing off command squads and stuff. Killing off, um, just look at the faces people do. Okay, I walk. I'm here. Okay, he's slow. I shunt. What? Then I charge. What? I've done this to you, Freddy, a lot of times, I think. I know. Yeah, um, 
it was a long time ago I used him. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking about one event. I don't know if it was Lincoln. Where you talk about that Friday when everyone in, in our event having fun. And everyone else is shutting up. I think we had a room next to uh, Bolt Action, I think. Something. No, no, no. You're thinking about Dust. We had a room next to Dust, those depressing Dust people. Okay, perhaps it was. And you and I walked in there, rumbling around. Um, or we had been drinking lunch, I think. And no, it all ended nice. with everyone in a heresy room having fun, screaming, and they're actually locking their door. Because <laughs> we're scary people. Yeah. They didn't have too much fun, goddammit. Yeah. These people are actually laughing. What? Uh, it was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I love, I love that. Yeah, Link, Linkon definitely Link brings up some interesting ones. I think it was the first time I played uh, Titanicus, actually, with Henry and Freddy and a few other guys. Oh, when you won that. <laughs> <laughs> you won that event for some fucking reason. Yeah. and Because you were the <laughs> least time... shitty one. Everyone else was extremely... Oh, that was it. Everyone was learning at the same time, weren't they? Apart from Pelle, yeah, kind of knew what he was doing. Blowing up. And no one actually blew up because they got shot. They just the reactor reactors. overloading. <laughs> <laughs> no, push the reactor. I'm going to push the reactor. Push the reactor. Push the reactor. What? <laughs> it was awesome. So good. So I'm now very careful when I'm pushing reactors. <laughs> Don't play safe. Play crazy yeah. reckless. Yeah, you should. It was awesome as well. There's so many moments. It's hard to pick a few. Yeah? It's... Uh... Mm. No, that's fair, man. That's fair. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think back over some, and I think I've already mentioned the the podcast versus podcast battle. Uh, Freddie's already covered Angron going ape shit because that was hilarious. Um, you've already mentioned Jimmy and his knights because that was brilliant fun. Um, good God, this trying to think of some of the fun. I tell you what, I did have fun with Ken. Ken Anderson, we we had this for like a, over the course of like a couple of years. Like I think it was a Lincoln and maybe one or two Scanduses. Um, I seemed to keep going up against his Iron Hands and killing off characters, and and we he just turned it into a story for his Iron Hands um, at one point, if I remember rightly. That was a lot of fun. Um, Trying to think what else I've actually had some fun doing. Um, it's weird because I think I only played a couple of like Scandalouses and ended up TOing most of the others. Um, same with Lincoln. Um, I will say, getting lap danced by the um, the Danes. Crazy Dane. Yeah, that was. Um, Eric and Jonas and uh, and some others who decided to to for some reason I, I don't think reward is the right phrase but suddenly I think maybe I've been sort of napping on the sofa on the the stage or something when I was toing and it was the end of the day and the next thing I remember is waking up to a to like 
or opening my eyes to a face full of like naked Danes <laughs> wobbling themselves in front of me, which was um, something I still still have scars from mentally uh, <laughs> to this day. Um, I just do. It, it's it's just it's just wrong. Um, <laughs> I I love Eredika. I'm sorry, buddy, but coming back. On the paint, I think it was the the second painting course. Coming back from dinner in the dark or almost dark, driving up the the little hill to the um, to the entrance, to the to the to the the hut, and Yuka's Yuka's standing there on the front with his t shirt off, and it's just like brilliant white skin, <laughs> and all of us in the car going, the beacons are lit, Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> as our Finnish friend is just standing there like radiating white light from his body which was hilarious um, oh man there was just no I, I remember a true true moment not only seeing the, the table with the wall built along it but getting fucking wrecked um, on like the first turn with the warlord from a very lucky vortex grenade thanks to one of Freddy's well-known <laughs> cards and then basically getting my yeah they get my ship pushed in by another warlord titan in close combat and watching my my warlord titan explode and no couldn't be happier um <laughs> that was those are just some moments i can think of that were absolutely brilliant um and a whole lot of fun i think like uh the, the quiz for the painting course Oh god, yeah, that was mental. Besides the um, like the train building and stuff, like uh, that was just so much fun. We had like the amazing dinner, and then we just had like the massive quiz and and that, all these. And I was running back and forth doing barman duties every five minutes on that one yeah. as well. That was hilarious. And we had uh, oh, we had that. How would you cast the Primarchs in the Predator movie, and who yeah. would play what? And oh, that that shit was amazing. Good that shit. Was so, that we was have to good shit, we man. have to do one of those again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what. Next time we yeah, have to do, a, do pub... a pub quiz on Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. That we could do. We could definitely do a pub quiz at Lincoln. Yeah, that would be the... fun. Book that place. Book the place and make it so. Yes. You have a pub <laughs> quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Pele has de... Pele has declared it, so it shall happen. Mm. So it will be. It has so been it written. Be. Yeah, it has been written. Um, yeah, well, we we're actually sort of running out of things to talk about now, which is quite useful. I mean, I, I'll be honest; we've still got a bunch of questions. Uh, most of them are from the Road to Terror because we love Max and the boys there. So, um, I tell you what, let's blitz through these just to get them out of the way. So, Star Trek original series or Next Generation? Which do you choose? Well, which one of us is going to start? Crack on, Freddy. You've already spoken. I'm fucking OG, mate. Original the series? Sex, yeah, the sex bomb. Pella? Pella? He just died. Heart oh, attack. he died. Right. Well, I'm going next generation. And when Pella come, when we get Pella back, we can, uh, we can, we can ask him which one is. Um, who got the fattest over lockdown? Um, uh, me. Prob no, probably me. Probably you. Well, you're going to lose that, so I'm going to stay the fattest during lockdown. I'll, I'll go with that one. Well, that wasn't the question, mate. No, no, I'm just making it myself. Um, <laughs> who who can hold their breath the longest? Uh, 
technically me because I wasn't. I held my breath for about eighteen months on this podcast. Mm, I know. <laughs> Pelle, I guess. No. Why? Maybe because you stink. Oh, low blow. <laughs> why does why does boiled milk get a skin on it? Well, it's simple. It's witchcraft. Of course. Um, hmm. I mean, what else do we need? Because of chemistry say? and shit. Yeah, chemistry and witchcraft. Um, <laughs> yeah, sons of Horus, and why are they the best legion? They're not. They're, they're not. They're that's not. the, eye, that's the eye, eye warriors. Who's asking this? This is all Road to Terror. Yeah, so Max, and... Max, Max, ah, Max, of course. Yeah, so it, they're not. The obvious answer is the Iron Warriors. Thank you very much. I will be taking no further questions. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that descent in the ranks? <laughs> well, they're, they're not the best <laughs> OP Legion. I oh, for going OP Legions, then uh, what are we saying there? Uh, I don't know. Like the Alpha Legions are pretty OP. The Ultramarines are fucking underrated yeah. for being retardedly good. Um, yeah. Thousand Suns, obviously, because of other reasons. Well, no, the so Dark Ages are pretty good, but yeah, I don't know. They, they like they used to be pretty nasty. The Sons of Horus, like with the long march and shit, yeah. and all their extra fancy Legion rules, hitting everything on two pluses and crap. But yeah, they're still not the oh, they're they're not the best one. There are more broken Legions out there. There are more broken legions out there. Fair enough. Um, right. How we ruined heresy. That was from Olivia. Olivia, I believe we've already covered that. Um, apparently, Chris he, says this, it was this is a sacrifice. Yeah, this is the reason why Chris left early, because he doesn't want to comment this anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's had enough on that one. Um, to blame. He's out. He's, I don't know. No. Worshipping dark gods. Because... In, in we don't like change and we try to do something new and hence we failed because yes. it goes against do our inter internal old man beliefs yes yeah. do not change and, and yeah. we will learn from it and we, we we've already learned from it so yeah. moving on um ken anderson how to go about designing fan rules from concept to tabletop ready i don't want to take that as a question i want to actually Ooh, try that, and turn that, that into that's an episode like a, that's like an episode yeah that's an episode uh, i think we need to give the love to that we as actually have we actually have that in our show notes as a future episode where we're talking about uh, fan-made units and how to play test them and how yes, to kind of do. write up a concept and i know we touched that before on several occasions about like how we go about creating our own rules uh, how we talk with like the morning wall and other different people from different podcasts or event organizers mm -hmm. and how we think about like rules and how you kind of start with a story. And then it, for some reason we just come up with an idea of a story and then it makes cool. And we kind of just make that into a unit, but yeah, that's definitely an entire episode by itself. And it should probably be incorporated with that rules episode that yep. uh, Eric was wants talking to get about. To. Yeah. Yep. He wants yep. to so get we, that done. We'll get looking at that. Um, so, one more question that we've got here. Well, there's that's... more questions though, because but I have. Well, there are there I are. Have more, two you have questions. more questions. I have two oh. questions that I got sent to me. But all right, then. Well, I tell you what. Let's do this one from Ezra, and then we'll do your questions, and then we'll sort of we'll aim to wrap it up at that point. And then how about that? Yeah. Um, so Ezra says. Ezra Mayer says, "I'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the older specialist games that have been that have really been kept alive by the fans, like Epic Armageddon, oh, Epic 30K, so BFG, that sort of stuff." Well, 
I think we could all well, say we absolutely adore those games. Yeah. Uh, um, and th- there's a reason why, uh, I don't know, like Pella and I have talked about Varangian Heresy After Dark, where we're just going to revisit all the fucking OG games. Yeah. Uh, and a lot, I, to, to kind of draw back into Ken's question, mm-hmm. a lot of the old games and systems are actually kind of, it's the foundations of ideas that I have for designing units, uh, coming up with fluffy units, uh, fluffing narratives for stories in events, or just mission ideas. Yep. Or even cards and whatever. Like, you know, the stretchy cards, they're kind of like from second ed, and I just made that into heresy stretchy cards and made them a little bit more playable. And mm-hmm. um, like all of these old stuff that we come across. Uh, we love the old games. Like I know Pell and I, we play a lot of Man of War. Yeah. Um, uh, I know like uh, Epic 30K has a massive fa- fan base, especially in Australia. Um, now with 3D printing and stuff, it's uh, mm. it's just exploding. Even though, I don't know, legalities don't get me on the technicalities here. But there's a lot of um, fan made stuff. BFG, out there. Like, like that. I, I know from from like the second Lincoln, we always try to incorporate BFG somehow. And I remember when Max came over, uh, Max and Don, uh, mm-hmm. we managed to have like a massive BFG battle the day before Scandis. And that was like, what, like five years ago, some shit. So we always try to do that. Yeah. And Necromunda, hell, it's all back. It is mm-hmm. like Blood Bowl has always been massive in Sweden for some reason. Yeah. And I know I played Blood Bowl back in Australia uh, when it was dead already. So it's like these games, they don't really need Games Workshop support because like, I think the whole setting and the concept of the games are so powerful that it keeps them alive. And I think the homage to that is mostly the universe that they are in. Mm-hmm. That the, it, It's kind of, kind of like Star Wars in a way, but like for miniature wargaming, it's like one of those universes that is such a fucking strong IP that I think that Games Workshop doesn't really have to fight it that much the way they do and try to to own it the way they do because everyone knows it's sort of like Star Wars, but for miniature wargaming and it, it won't fucking disappear overnight. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say one, one other thing is it's also the, I think the formatting of those games is a lot more accessible fan-wise because it's easier to make it balanced and make it fit compared to games like 40k, especially newer versions of 40k where you know you're trying to find yeah. a lot of balance in. Well, well, you know, the old, old ones was really easy to see like what math yeah. went into how to create different things, and I think one of the like eighth and and older editions, I mean newer editions, are easier to play. But I think that matrix they use to create units and points and stuff, because the other edition has been around so long, it's so much easier and accessible for other people to kind of see how it works and create their own stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a part to it. And I think I love, um, I love the fact that with, with all these old games, that they, they tie into each other so well. And they tie in. I mean, you could literally, you know, we've talked about it in the past and and done it in in to most exceptions of having like, well, we're going to run um, twenty eight mil. We're going to twenty eight mil heresy. We can run uh, six mil heresy, and we can run BFG, and we can tie it all together in the same narrative and have everything affect everything else because it fits. And 
that's what I love about these games is that that opportunity, that sort of stuff exists, and they're not um, they're not so independent that you can't make something of them together. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Long way around, but it's it, it get you get there in the end. <laughs> like everything I say. True. Yeah, it's true. Um, and you guys have been doing a lot with BFG yourselves, haven't you? As in like building armadas and stuff? Fuck yeah. Yeah, a little bit at least. Um, we haven't played that much, unfortunately, but we have a couple of fleets. Try to pick a game time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all these older games that Games Workshop have killed, if you want to use that word. They are awesome. They are so good. Uh, it's a shame. So it's a shame. It's a strong word. It's unfortunate that they don't support it anymore. But uh, you talked about it, Freddy, that they are easy accessible. And, and with 3D printing, it's not that hard to get models to actually keep playing, to keep the, keep the world live. Yeah. For example, I actually saw someone on Facebook digging around there. He's creating actually Horace Heresy rules for the uh, latest Space Hulk edition. And that Space Hulk edition is like 10 years old now, something like that. Yeah, that's been a while. Yeah, I haven't really read it, but it's it's an awesome idea, isn't it? Yeah. And also a very small step to start to build an army. You need like 10 models or something. And so that's 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 really awesome, and uh, I really look forward to this uh, Heresy After Dark that we can talk about this old games, mm. old Hammer games. I think we'll, I so think awesome. it'll have to happen. Yes, it will happen. Just <laughs> a matter of time, and time flows differently in the warp, as you know. <laughs> that is very very true. Uh, yeah. Freddie, you said you've got a couple of questions. Yeah, uh, you your fan, your your listener questions. Uh, yeah, the, uh, well, I have two ones. Mm-hmm. I, I just wrote them down. I can't remember who sent them in there. I, then I have to scroll through my messenger, and I'm not going to bore everyone with that. But the first one is there was a general question about what's your uh, three f- most favorite heresy vehicles, and the okay. other one was what's your favorite uh, Space Marine Mark armor. So, who wants to start off with what? What's your favorite Space Marine Mark armor? Uh, Mark III. Uh, two or three. Yeah, Mark Mark III, because as an Iron Warrior, uh, it just looks beautiful in the color scheme, uh, especially with some hazard stripes on and some weathering. It just looks solidly um, strong, reliable, and tough, and I absolutely love it. If I could have... And it, I almost did have an entire army in Mark III. I, I would be a happy dude. But I also do like his Mark V heresy armor. Uh, that's my favorite. Mark V is just so fucking sexy. I love that shit. Nice. I just love like cables everywhere and just have, have <laughs> fucking like how it looks worn and fucked up. And for me, like the first time I ever got exposed for heresy. It was like looking through the like the metal miniature range. You had like Crusader. You had like Mark Two, Mark Three. Oh, you had like a, the fucking Mark One, Mark Two, Mark Three. You had Mark Four, and you had Mark Five Heresy armor. 
Remember those lead mini miniatures? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I just like, that was my first exposure. So you thought like, oh, well, during Heresy, they had like a different mark. Like you didn't even know that they had those other marks as well. So you thought that that was like only to the Heresy, they had a different mark. But yeah, so I, I, I don't know. It's some sort of thing like long-term long love for me is Mark V Heresy armor, which is nice. not really a true mark though, but yeah. No, but it has its place, but it's the important thing. Yeah. Right, and, and the other one then, like your three most favorite uh, vehicles from the 30k universe. Oh. Do you want me to start? Okay, if you're ready, otherwise you I'm going to say Well, of course I do. Uh, <laughs> the Macarius, so mm -hmm. fucking sexy model. I love that shit. Great choice. The, the Malkador. Which one? Uh, just a regular one. Regular like, I, I reckon, yep. like they're all sexy, like the Infernus, whatever. But like, yeah. just to say, the Malkador chassis is fucking fabulous. Yeah, that's awesome. Looks so fucking sexy. And the third one is kind of like uh, a tie. Well, I'm just gonna go with a, a sick around then. Sick around. Sick around. The sick around is, is like when chassis. that came. It, yeah, like the sick around chassis. When that came out, it just like it was so different towards but still super similar to all the other space marine tanks but it's just like it is i don't know it it just feels heresy for me it feels like a bright dark future sort of thing like when stuff was like cool and shit and then it just worn down and stuff but yeah i like i just love that model it looks so it looks good it, it tell you what it, it's it is it is just a beautiful beautiful piece of equipment yeah simple as it was the very for me. It was the first real heresy space marine tank, if that makes sense. It felt so. It felt so different for what like because you could bring rhinos in from forty k and stuff like that yeah. and fell blades and everything. But it felt like the first proper, proper designed heresy space marine tank, or chassis, should I say? Yeah. So yeah, but yeah that's your that's your top three, Pelo. What about yourself, bud? This is hard. I go with the Barton. Bulky, mm -hmm. large Land Raider. Um, I do like it. I like it. It's a little bit brutal, brutalness over it uh, compared to other Land Raiders. And since you said Malkador, I go in for is super heavy then is the falchion nice it's a really beast uh look brutal futuristic uh, futuristic low tech if you want to say that like what the this universe is and finally what the fuck is the name of that tank also typhoon right Land oh, Raider, oh yes, uh, Salt yeah. Land Raider. Oh, oh, so and then with a massive fucking gun on it. Yeah, uh, it's a space broombar. That German yeah. tank. Nice. I love those three. Very nice. Uh, did we say tanks or was it vehicles? Overall? Vehicles. Vehicles. Okay, so. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go with the following. Classic, but I think it's it's like always the quintessential super heavy for for the Marines is the Fellblade. 
Uh, oh, that, that was so good. Like, that I was love, so good. I love the, sh- I love the Fellblade chassis overall. I love the the giant twin barreled turret of the Fellblade. There's and a reason why I own fucking three of them because yeah, they're so it's, it is, it, it's just classic. But like any good classic, it is just simplified perfection. Um, and I love, I love that so many other things are built off the Fellblade chassis. I mean, that's why it's, it is the Fellblade chassis. That's actually how it's known. Um, second one, uh, because it is currently the new, the new hotness in my current army and in general, uh, because I love it, um, it is going to be the Solar Auxilia Stormhammer. Because it's, uh, it's on a, it's on a, um, like uh, a steam it? tank. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's basically tank. a steam tank. It's on uh what's the chassis it's on? Um what is, oh. what is it called? Like the storm uh oh, what's it called? It's a storm yeah, it's, I can't Bane Blade chassis, thank you very much. I'm a little tired now. Yeah, it's on the Bane Blade, but it's got the double front cannon, it's got the cannon on the top, it's got the six you know, it's got the three sets the three gun ports on each side, and it's got there's just so much little extra detail on it, it just it feels mean, like proper yeah. fucking nasty, and I, I love that. Um, I love fucking rivets. Oh yeah, yeah, believe me, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find the quickest, easiest way of pin washing all of that, um, and then because uh, this is no particular order, my my next favorite vehicle has to be the Thunderbolt Heavy Fighter. Oh, that one is so nice yeah. as well. And it, I love it because it's got that. You look at it, and immediately you've got that sort of World War Two vibe from it. And it's just, again, it's it feels like it's quintessentially human because it's two giant turbine engines stuck, you know, on there with like a shit ton of guns at the front. And you expect this thing to take one shot in its tailpipe, and it's going to pop. But it just, it looks like it should have those uh, wolf grins on the front of it. You know, the paint job. Wolf grin on the front of it. And I have one, I mean, I've got one of every one of these tanks or vehicles I've mentioned. I do, however, want to get another two of these so I could run them as a suborbital strike wing. Just because I like the idea of having three of them fly in. Yeah, Um, wolf grin. Yeah. And it's just, you know... uh, Double Eagle is one of my favourite non-Space Marine stories, and I just, I just think it's beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong; I love the Lightning, I love the Avenger, but there is something about this, and and I like the Xiphon, but there is something about this that just makes me go, "That is a fucking airplane. That is, that's going to get shit done." I mean, it's got probably the weakest loadout of all the planes, uh, but or at least strength-wise, I should say. But it's it pretty still good get... anti-air, though. Oh yeah, but it's, it, don't get me wrong; it's not it's bad. It's a fighter. It's, a, it's, it's not bad. It's a it's a fighter to fighter plane. That's what it is. But it, it's got you know, if you look at it, it's got probably the weakest overall loadout options. But it's it's just Wait, beautiful, yeah. man. It's just pretty. And I, like I said, I want two more of them. I want a suborbital strike wing, and that will make me a very very happy human being. So that is that is my three vehicles. Um, and actually, tell you what, I've got an, I've got a, I've got a follow up question off the back of that before we wrap things up. 
I call this my my listener fan question. What are okay. your to- your favourite three units across armies? Any any force, any army, um, non vehicle. It could be anything. It could just be a tactical squad. It could be just anything like that. Name the, your favourite three units. That's easy. Go on then, Freddie. Breachers, breachers, and more breachers. Now about breachers, <laughs> uh, uh, I love breachers. And then my my second one is uh, Cataphracty Terminators because that screams heresy to me. Yep. Um, for some reason, like I, I remember back in the day, everyone used to have them. Uh, but breachers is all it's, it's, oh, so sexy. Can't get enough of breachers. Um, and then the third one, I don't really know. Like I think it's the jet bikes. Yeah. Nice. I love a I love a like a jet bike squadron. Super Very sexy. Cool. So breaches number one, cataphracty number two, jet bikes number three. Very tasty. Pele, what about you, buddy? Yeah, I have to go for the breachers as well. Yeah, <laughs> they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's hard to pick a choice. Uh, Jetpack or Javelin speeder. I like the javelin. Um I don't want to say Terminator Cataphractic because he did, but um, can Any you take specialist uh, units? You, I'm going to take the death routes. Totally. That? Go for yeah. it. I like it. I mean, they're, I they're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Uh, I am going to say hmm, Just Aaron. Because I absolutely love just Aaron Terminators, I think. And if if you if I'm I'm going to be really cheeky and squeeze that new Praetor model in there as well, because <laughs> that just Aaron's led by that guy, bomb unit, bomb ass unit, fucking beautiful. Um, we've already had breaches twice. <laughs> that means you have to have third times the charm. Third times. The I charm, even have okay. breaches for my Raven Guards. That's just how cool breaches are. Breaches are amazing. I absolutely adore breaches. The the models are brilliant. I've painted them for like three or four different armies now. They're just gorgeous. Um, so they're great. And I mean, I want to say something Iron Warriors, like Iron Havocs <coughs> or, um, or or something, Tyrants or something like that. But if I'm going to be honest, I think a well-kitted out assault squad is just brilliant. You don't um, see that that many often. Like I have them for my Raven Guards, but I, I used I, to I used to run two 15-man squads with with apothecaries for my Iron Warriors. And they would get work done. If you got as long as you could get them across the field and into someone fast, and thankfully with the Iron Warriors, they, you know, they didn't really they didn't worry about uh, morale checks from shooting casualties. So it's a lot easier to get across the field with them. You get them charging in, weight of numbers, couple of power axes and a power fist on the sergeant, you get shit done. Yeah, <laughs> but they are pretty uh, expensive what they do. I mean, oh, they, they are, but they're... just standard marines, sure, you can take power weapons to them. But I just think I I've, I've, always, I've always found them to, to have made their points back in every game I played them. And not just like one unit, both units always made their points back. Okay. And that That's was, good. for me, that was always a good sign. You know, if you can, if you're putting out a four four hundred point unit with all the additions or five hundred point unit, however big it is, if it makes its points back by taking that much out from the enemy, I think you're you're doing well with that unit. Yeah, you know? I guess so. 
It's a, it's a half decent way of measuring how how good you're doing yeah, with the unit. Sure, of course it is. But I think that's the reason why it's they are supposed to be assault marines, but yeah. they are not that good assaulting really. Just a little bit. No, fast. it's 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 the jump packs that that make them the assault yeah. marines, and I've I've always thought. Not gonna lie, I've always thought maybe they should have like you know assault marines in general should maybe have like counter attack or maybe an extra an extra attack or something yeah, a little something bit more like expensive, that. but something that makes them more close combat orientated. Yes, totally. But uh, yeah, but otherwise, absolutely adore them. Beautiful unit. Um, so yeah, that that's that's a little one I wanted to throw in there. Um, We've got a couple more things to talk about, and I think that we're going to wrap this one up, boys. Um, right. Oh, we need to talk Adeptus Titanicus Hobby Challenge. Oh, yeah. Freddy, do you want to take us through that one? Uh, yep. So what we decided on the podcast, and everyone can join in, of course, is that uh, we have decided that we're going to do an Adeptus Titanicus Hobby Challenge. And in what way do you ask? Well, not in the boring, nor oh, I wouldn't say boring, but not in the normal way where you kind of pick one of those established legios and whatnot. It is all, all about creating your own legio and using the rules from, um, well, not the most recent one, but from one of the most recent rule books from the Adeptus Titanicus where, you, where they go through how to create your own legio. So we, would, we are going to try within our podcast and hopefully heaps of you people are going to join us to create your own color scheme, your own background, and sort of like how we did uh, Legio Latinicos back in the day for, for the raffle. And we kind of created a story, a background, added new rules. And for people that listen to the Age of Darkness, know that uh, I've been on there for their Adeptus Titanicus special and talk about Legio Latinicos. But now we're going to try and create our own Titan Legions. And well, we talked about it like for a few episodes back, but... Uh, more information going to follow. We're going to post it on Facebook, like what we're going to do. We're going to do some uh, like work in progress uh, photos and stuff. And hopefully, you know, uh, just come there and use this as an opportunity to try and get your hands on creating something that would be uniquely your own. Yeah, and if you, fa if you fancy just follow along with what we're doing, and if you like the sound of the legions we're putting together, then feel free to to join in and join along and put put some together yourselves or you know whatever you like if you want to tweak it make some updates whatever then feel free to join in because this is just going to be a fun fun hobby challenge for everyone it's going to be awesome and it is an awesome game as well so it's a really good reason to start playing if you haven't done it yet shame on you well yes but yeah, I'm in that box of shame if that's the case then. Um, but the uh, less we say about that, the better. Uh, so that hobby challenge is coming up. And like Freddie said, we're going to do some proper posts on our uh, Facebook page about that because that's important uh, to keep you up to date and to, so you can see where to start off. And I think we'll be putting a lot of updates in the podcast group as well. So, you know, good good reason to, to jump in and join there as well. Um, and I guess the last thing to talk about because... I was thinking about circling back around to the story of, of the podcast, but to be fair, we've not even finished telling it yet, so there's uh, a hell of a lot more to go. But what do you guys have for hopes and dreams in 2022 for the heresy, your heresy, whatever, in general? My heresy? 
your heresy or the heresy, whatever you fancy, buddy. What have you got? As okay, I want a new plastic box set, which Amen is to that. coming, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, if the warp space is correct. Mm -hmm. And then I want a little bit of time so I can finish my Night Lord and my Blood Angels. And what do I else want? I want to have good events, of course. I want this Corona shit. I don't want the new Gamma variant or something to kill us all. Yeah, let's not have that. That would be nice. Um, it's about that. Um, a new version of the game, sure, fine. Uh, would be nice, but not necessary. Um, but I think a new plastic box set or plastic stuff generally will really kickstart this year or kickstart from that point when it is released. Yeah. It's always getting you get more fuss about things when it's plastic. That's true. Yeah, That's very, just very the way true. It is, just the way it is. Um, like Henry said, it just this workshop has to has everyone with a factory has limits in the product product production just just to have to decide who's gonna get the production time. So hopefully it's Heresy this year. Yeah, yeah. let's hope so. There, there's no reason because they've got all the computer skills to do it. So yeah, they can do everything. Just have to have time to do it and uh, expect the right profit from it. Yeah. Um, that's true. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. Sad but true. Yeah. And yeah, sure. Plastic new set. Um some time to finish my art project so I can start with my new project for my pile of shame, I guess. <laughs> it's a pile of it's a pile of potential. We we don't do the the part we don't call it a pile of shame anymore. It's a pile of potential. But I'm usually call it pile of pride. Because <laughs> that works too. I take pride in my ambition to actually finish all my stuff. Uh huh. True, and you've also had the money to buy it, so be proud of that. Yeah, it's my <laughs> retirement fund. I guess I have to sell it one day. <laughs> never, never sell, never forget. You're going to be buried with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're running That's... out of miniatures to paint. You're going to die. Everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Freddy? Uh, well, for this corona shit to be over, fucking hell, to go back to some sort of normality so we can actually start producing uh, uh, good quality events, not like the on and off ramble shit that's been going on now due to corona, like organizing, getting canceled and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Getting back to more uh, regular routine of recording episodes uh, to help like keep my hobby progress going along. Having some sort of kind of painting schedule again. Uh, when things kind of go back to normal with work and shit. Uh, for some reason, it seems to be more fucking confusing and more work when work when it was Corona and less organized normal fucking playtime. And, and yeah, play more games. Definitely more yep. games. That's been fucking shitty. Yep. But hopefully, Pele, we're going to kick that off like in uh, in uh, like a week's time, having some good games again. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, just fucking enjoy like, Trying to get back, like, 
I'm not super concerned about the plastic release or anything. Like that would be fucking super awesome. I I just want to. I just want the social, like, because I'm a social war gamer. Uh, I'm I'm not the same like doing over internet or whatever, like Discord or whatnot. <laughs> Ironically, we were sitting here over Discord, but uh, <laughs> I just want to go back to the more social aspects of war gaming because I fucking miss that shit. Yeah, I miss, I miss everyone games. in the yeah exactly. I miss everyone in community. I I miss all the shit we've done. Like I miss I miss getting like Henry said like this. You can watch. Tons and tons of photos online, but nothing fucking beats going out to an event or fucking used to hang out with your mates and doing shit. Yeah. We need this shit to end now because this is ridiculous. Yeah. Eventually, everyone is going to fucking commit suicide instead because we're all fucking locked into our houses. So, yeah, who knows? Nah, fuck that. That ain't going to happen because we're going to keep chat- yelling at people down the podcast feed. I want social, social war gaming returning again. 2022, social, the year of social war gaming. The only social distancing I want to know is six by four. <laughs> With a couple of beers. Yeah, exactly. Amen to that. Well, I'm going to say, I mean, I, I echo everything you guys have said. Uh, I mean, for me, it's getting back into the hobby. So plans to actually remember how to paint and hobby and stuff would be awesome. Um, obvious health things would be nice to fix so that I can actually come to events and hang out and do the social uh social war gaming that that's pretty much my list for this year i'm not trying to make it complicated nice and easy get better get painting and get gaming uh the rest will take care of itself but uh yeah i wouldn't mind seeing the new plastic box as well that would be pretty freaking cool yeah so i'm pretty happy with all that um yeah fuck it i'm gonna keep it simple doesn't need to be anything more um do you guys have anything else you want to add before we sort of put a... Oh, excuse me, got the hiccups for the worst time. Put a lid on it. Oh, I think we covered it all this time. I think if anybody's still listening, well done to you. You deserve, you deserve a medal, and we love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> At least in one go. I understand if you're breaking up, but uh, yeah, in one go, well done. We're proud of you. Uh, Freddie, anything from you, my friend? No, mate. I'm all fucking done. I need to go back to painting now. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. That's a good plan. Well, I tell you what, then we'll go. We'll wrap it up here. No, no music. No, nothing special. Just we're going to do a quick wrap up here. Thank you for being with us on this journey for a hundred episodes. We aren't finished. We're going to keep going for as long as we possibly can, um, and then probably for a lot longer after Hel- Heresy is even still relevant, because you know we like to get together and chat and shoot the shit about stuff. Um, but we hope you you stick along with us for the journey and wherever you are, whatever part of the world you're listening, um, you're all part of the, the Varangian heresy podcast community. We love you. Uh, come and join us on our Facebook page. Come and join us on the, on the podcast group, drop us an email at the Varangian heresy, uh, at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook messenger through the Varangian heresy page. If you want to get in touch, you know, whatever, if you've got ideas for us for episodes or things you want us to just, generally talk about or events you want shouted out do so we would love to do that for you and your community um so yeah i i can't wait for this year to kick into high gear uh whatever comes release wise comes but as long as we're all out there aiming to get to events and make events happen you know we're gonna have a stellar year um so with that i'm gonna sign us off so <laughs> you gents ready yeah and so oh, if we yeah. can get this right It's a good night from me. And me. And me. 
And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be aggro in the, sh in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Ranjin Heresy Podcast, signing off. Bum, bum, bum.